1095, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon, Auburn. Welcome into Sports Call here today on this Wednesday. We're coming to you live from our studios here on South College Street. My name is J.J. Jackson. On the program with me today, I've got Tom Peavy and Brooks Childress. And then our guy Tim Gillespie from Hometown Lenders on the Plains hanging out with us here in studio. A lot to discuss on the show today. We'll have your birthdays and sports. We've got our May monthly predictions. Wacky Wednesday coming your way in the 5 o'clock hour. A surprise in store for Tom Peavy, and it's going to be absolutely terrific. So several things to get into during today's show. Uh, Mr. Peavy, how are you today, sir? I'm doing good. Supporting uh, the Montgomery Biscuits. That's right, man. Got to support the Biscuits. Uh, my my River Dragons uh, got knocked out in the championship game of their... Uh, Did they now? Yeah. Uh, and, and I discussed that whole ticket fiasco that I had. They, uh, they won that game that I was supposed to go to or I was trying to go to or trying to sell the tickets to, which I sold the tickets. I was about to say, did we find somebody? Finally sold the tickets. Okay. Um, so I, I have a friend that I grew up with... Um, a uh, young lady that uh when she was a when she was just a tiny girl used to come over and shoot hoops with me in the backyard uh she grew up ended up coming to auburn uh working in media relations here at auburn and doing media relations uh, uh over in columbus uh with the uh different the, the, all the different minor league teams but uh, and then she's now married to uh, Tom Maldonado, who used to play for the Columbus Cottonmouths. And okay. so they're really big into that hockey scene over there. And she contacted me uh, on Facebook and said that she had a neighbor that wanted the tickets. And I contacted uh, this guy, and we get to talking. And it turns out this guy is a fraternity brother of mine from, from the same uh, the same fraternity chapter no at Columbus wow. State University. So small world, random stuff. And I ended up selling him those tickets. Uh, Columbus won that game, and then they went up to Danbury uh, to to try to wrap up the series. It's a best of three series, and uh, they ended up losing the next two up there and, and ending their season. So uh, tough way to go out for the Columbus River Dragons, but you know they're going to bounce back. But uh, yeah, man, supporting the Biscuits, uh, we're full full swing in baseball here. So uh, hopefully, I'll get back over to Riverwalk Stadium soon. And you're ready to check for, these guys out. You're ready for Wacky Wednesday a little bit later. I am always ready for Wacky Wednesday. No kidding. Fun show yesterday for us. Justin Ferguson was in the house, played a new edition of NBA War that you could go back and listen to on our Sports Call podcast. 334-887-3401 or toll free at one 888 9 to call in and chat with us on the Auburn Bank phone line. The one, the only, Tim Gillespie's here with us. Our buddy from over at Hometown Lenders on the Plains. It's been a little bit since you and I have been in the same uh, studio together. It has. I've been speaking with you. I know. It, uh, it's been a uh, busy softball, baseball season for me uh, and for everybody, really. It just feels like every time uh, we've had those Wednesday chats, I've been at a ballpark somewhere. 
Well, you know, that's good. That means you've been staying busy yeah. and out and, and, and getting to see a lot of the Auburn sports that are going on. No kidding. And, uh, you know, last week I had uh, quite so much mortgage business. I couldn't make it in right. last week, and I didn't know to the last minute because this is kind of like – this is like a check mark on my schedule right. each and every week. So uh, I was very disappointed, but hey, I was anxious to get back today and see you guys and and, and get back to talking sports. No kidding. What's uh what's on the to do list for you uh, over the next couple of days? Well, you know, right now spring season, you got a lot of people that are worried about moving. Uh-huh. So you got some people that are worried about still worrying about refinancing. Not worrying. That's not really a good way to put it, but that's something that's on their agenda. Uh, jobs changes usually come with the summer right? Uh, and, and with the school season. So we're trying to make sure that all of our loan products are out, ready, available. Everybody can get in touch with us and ask questions, uh, inquire about possibilities and different loan programs. So, you know, we're just out in the community. Had a great opportunity last week before last, and I didn't get to go on here and talk about it. Uh, it was my pleasure. I was actually able to take the Auburn High School baseball team out to Baumhauer's and feed them wings and met Coach Simo and his coaching staff. And what a great, wonderful bunch of young men he's got. And those guys were super thankful, appreciative. They, you know, each one of them came by and said they appreciated. And, you know, it wasn't about mortgage. It was about supporting the youth in, in this community and the surrounding areas. And we're going to not, you know, we're going to do that for other people as well. But, you know, shout out to, hey, I think they had a big win over Prattville following that. Uh uh, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah. I've been in and out. So, but I, it was to, to see those young men and meet those young men. And I, you know, I was a baseball coach for quite a while, so I enjoyed being out and giving back to the community and meeting such a great, wonderful bunch of young men at Auburn High Baseball. No kidding, it's a busy time of year for high school athletics too, as we're seeing a lot of area tournaments and state playoffs right around the corner as well. Remind me, did you ever have baseball or softball coaching experience? I was a head baseball coach for about 12 years, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I was in uh, the last six years of my head baseball coaching career. Uh-huh. I was the head baseball coach and head football coach at the same time. Talk and, to me about that. Hey, it was, uh, listen, really it was a burden. The only time it got really difficult was the next to last summer that I did both. I got. I was a single parent of a six-year-old and a nine-year-old. I was the head football coach, the head baseball coach, and I got my master's degree. All at the same time? At the same time. Holy cow. So there was not a lot of time for doing anything else but that. But the thing about it was I was at a 4A school. We were very successful in both sports, which has a lot to do with the kids more than it does the coaching, actually. But um, I found that, you know, football – even though it is a it is a very cerebral game in a lot of ways, there's still room in football to just simply just get mad and turn it loose and make a play. It does not work in baseball. You know, baseball is the only sport that you can actually fail six out of ten times at something in the game, right? And still be very very <laughs> successful in the top of the line in your sport. You know, so baseball to me was more cerebral. It was even football is so technical, but baseball was so fundamentally technical but at the same time so cerebral as far as you know being having a short memory you know you're only as good as what you're doing now it doesn't matter what you did successful or unsuccessful to play before so it was almost really enjoyable for me because it was a transition of of type of uh, a philosophy and a sure. mindset if you will sure i mean talking about the differences in in coaching as you would say that the sports are so different in itself so uh, demeanor and how you're talking to players, just everything I would imagine has got to be a little bit different baseball as opposed 
to football then in that regard. Yeah, baseball was a lot more like coaching your quarterback. Uh-huh. You know, you, you can't if a if a young man is struggling in baseball. Sometimes the the more oppositic type you get, if you're an antagonist to him, uh-huh. the worse he gets. Right. You know, there, you've got to be able to have that mindset of listen, hey, I, I know that the last four times, you know, you've struck out. Right. But you got to forget that because it only takes one. Right. Now you're one for five. You're back at two fifty for the game. You know, so coaching the quarterbacks the same way. They've got to, if they throw a pick, or they throw a touchdown pass, they've got to be able to race that and come back with kind of a, an even keel mindset. So that was what I liked about baseball. You couldn't, you can't scream, or holler, or even get just super pumped for the purpose of getting a kid to do well. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got – it's about coaching. It is all about coaching. It's about kind of understanding where their mindset is. You know, if a guy bobbles a ground ball, I mean, they don't do it on purpose. You can't just be like, you know, just rip the kid because he dropped a ground ball or you're going to probably cause him to drop the next two. So, But it finally became a burden to me between when our kids got older, they started playing youth ball. and So I, I either had to do two things, either either build a new house – at the ballpark, yeah, <laughs> or either I had to just go when it was my kids playing. So, uh, reluctantly, I, I, I did. I, I gave it up. I was able to hire my successor. I never was a person that you felt like you gave the the next guy. You it, you you don't get out because you're not going to be good. So the year I got out, the next guy I was able to hand pick him, uh-huh. and uh, he went to the semifinals the next year. How about that? And he is now, and for several years, has been the head baseball coach at WS Neal. Robbie Grace, he's uh, down in Bruton, Alabama. At okay. The, uh, does the baseball version of the Battle of Murder Creek every year. So, uh, good guy, good coach. Uh, we were very fortunate. The last uh, five years I coached, we averaged 31 wins. Sheesh. Yeah, it was a That's good successful. Ba- well, it was a good baseball area. You had Russellville. You know, our it became to the point to where our region games were off days. Uh huh. You know, uh, because you know we would play Hartzell, we played Russellville, right, and then Austin Decatur. You know, Florence was two schools, right. Coffee and Bradshaw. And uh, so we, we played all of those schools, uh, and Muscle Shoals was really good at the time. So we played a really tough schedule. And, we, you know, we were going to lose at least 50% of those. But for four years, I believe it was, we didn't lose a region game for four years or a county game. So, you know, and, and we played in the same county with – and probably a very obscure here, but a school called Hatton High who actually at the time I was there had a guy that went on to Pittsburgh Jacksonville State uh, went on, had a successful career in the minors, and then pitched for the Brewers in the big leagues. Donovan, Donovan Hand. Okay. So baseball there was a was a really good sport. So I want to ask this then. I want to get technical here for a moment. As a head coach at the high school level, did you also walk out and you were the third base coach every time yes. the team was batting? Yes. What's your best stories that you got from being the third base coach? <laughs> My best story as being the third base coach was is a, a very similar situation to ours. We had a local radio station and they broadcast some of our games. Uh-huh. Well, they came to me and asked me. I have two, if we got time for them. Oh, yeah. One, Go of, them, for one it. of them I wasn't on third base. One of them was I was at the game during the county tournament. But anyway, so they asked me before the game. They said, we want you to mic up. And I'm like, not a good idea. <laughs> and they go, well, you know, you've got a switch right here. If you get upset, just, you know, just flip the switch down and, you know, we can unmic you. Okay, sounds reasonable enough. So we have runners on first and second, nobody out. I mean, excuse me, runner on second. Nobody out. And I tell Brant Nugent, God love him, he's a musician today, great guy. Brant Nugent's on second base. And I tell Brant, hey, ground ball this side, see it through. Well, guess what? Ground ball hit this side, 
he comes and runs straight into the freaking tag. Oh, no. Which I grab him and say, Brent, what in the H-E double hockey sticks <laughs> are you doing? Why can your A blah, blah, blah not? And I look up in the radio booster doing the cut it sign. He's like, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> I'm like, it's too late now. I'm doing reason to cut it. <laughs> so I was extremely embarrassed on public radio by my own Oh, son. man. But the, I got the guy back. We lost in the semifinals of the county tournament. They asked me to sit in and do color commentary right. for the finals. Well, the, we were, the team that was playing, playing View High School out of Rainsville, Alabama, did not turn in a lineup with first and last name. Okay. So the radio, the guy that was the head radio guy there, was he was a great guy, great friend. But he really he, he took pride in knowing everyone, which was served him well. Well, Plainview had turned in the roster, and like I said, uh, they did not have first and last name. Well, the guy that was at, at the plate, the last name was Simpson. So he's doing the play-by-play in the first pitch. It's, I don't remember the sequence, but it was basically something like, you know, ball one, two, Simpson. You know, Simpson from out at Rainsville. We don't have a first name for the, for the Plainview Tigers. So I cut my mic off and go, you know him, Larry, that's Bart. Larry, <laughs> so, you know, I cut back on and, you know, I a second pitch is delivery. He strike one, one and one count to uh, Bart Simpson. We have first name. That's Bart, Bart Simpson. Well, I was I couldn't hold it in much longer, so I cut my mic off and I said, I said, Larry, you know them. That's Margin Homer's son from out on the mountain. Ball two to Bart Simpson here. You know, Margin Homer's son. I know Margin Homer real proud of Bart. And see Bats lead off for the plane. And so I'm over there just rolling laughing and, and he doesn't have any idea what's going on and the other guy did, so we had quite a, quite of expense, a fun expense at Larry's. That's incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. That's awesome. And forgetting to turn the mic off when we get a little bit upset about, hey, you got to see yeah. the ball through. That's important. That's space running one hundred and one. Yeah, I mean it's, it's coaching one hundred and one. Yeah, know, you know, hey, ground ball this side, see it through. You know, I mean, were we animated sending people to the plate? Like, very, we're, okay, I, well, I was. Are we running halfway down the third base I'm line? I'm behind with home plate. Okay, behind, come on, down, <laughs> down, down, and in, in directing traffic. I also like the, the the only time I was not animated was when we would pull the double squeeze where the runner on second did not touch third, uh-huh. and we would pick one team every year, and that was our goal. And it was usually a rival, right? Somebody that we really wanted to kind of juice it up a little bit with. And we would always do the double squeeze because with a two-man crew, you cannot see what the runner at second is doing. Right. Runner on third, you got a plate umpire, you got the home plate umpire. Somebody's got to watch the play at first, somebody's got to watch the play at home. Nobody's watching the guy at second. Right. So he just cut right across. Well, one time, Frank Taylor Jr., who ended up playing football at Troy, we did it against our rival. I was at Lawrence County, we are doing it against East Lawrence. And we, when we practiced it, you know, we were like, we're not going to do it too much because too much becomes – less gamesmanship, more unsportsmanlike. You know, we want to be gamesmanship. Yeah. And so Frank was a – he was very fast, a great athlete, and he also had a little bit of – I'm going to do my own thing. Frank literally – I think he might have touched the pitcher's mound. That's how close he – that's how far <laughs> in the grass that he cut it. And But the umpire didn't see him. He, he was safe. So that was always a fun time too. And But when we did that, I usually just kind of stood there with my arms closed and – like I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it's always interesting to me too with uh, the third base coach. You mentioned the difference in communications and how you talk to players, baseball versus football, and that sort of thing. In between every single pitch, you know, too many times you see the batter in the box look over to the coach, and 
a large number of times, the message hasn't changed at all. Right. And then sometimes the coach is just staring back at them because it's like, I'm not going to give you any signs again. Or, you know, it's just like, already said, come on, kid. Here we, you know, how many times do you say that over and over and over again? It's just, it's always a fun dynamic. It is. That, that's another thing about it I liked about baseball was the, the ability, the game within the game. You know, where does stealing signs at second base become gamesmanship versus being obnoxious about it? And can you keep it under wraps where, you know, you're not obnoxious about it. You know, can you can you have your base runner, you know, take a lead with one hand if he knows the pitch is coming inside yeah. versus the other side, you know, hands open or closed for fastball. All the different things that go in the game within the game, your pickoff plays, stuff like that that, you know, you want to pull. You know, it was automatic for us, for example, if you drew a walk and a pass ball, if, if ball four was a pass ball with a runner on third, we never stopped it first. It was automatic. Right. We didn't have to call that. You know, and because they can't throw it down, and I, you know, even call it—that's a tough play for a college kid or even a major leaguer to do that. So, but you know, that was always an easy, either an easy run or easy runner in scoring position. So, I loved the game within the game. The first and third situations are, you know, are you going to cut it? Are you going to let it go through? Do you get an out? Do you not get an out? <laughs> Do you bring the infield in? So, but it's tons still, of decisions it, to be it, made. It is, and you know, you have to rely a lot of times on the kids because literally, there's an infinite. One thing about baseball, there's an infinite number of – you can't define each and every play. Right. Okay, runner on first, there's literally almost an infinite number of places the ball could literally land within right. the, the size of a ball. Right. Well, everything changes with nobody on or two on. Right. Whether they're one out, no outs, two outs, what's the score? Right. So it's, an ever, it's a very, very fluid game. That's why I think sometimes coaches can get too involved in going too technical as opposed to – in baseball, especially high school baseball, throw strikes, pick the ball up and throw them out, put the ball in play when you're on offense. Catch and, fly and, balls, and, get the job done, yeah, everything. Yeah, you know, if, if you, you know, give them 21 outs, throw strikes, and put the ball in play when you're on offense. If you're doing those things, then you're you're You're, you're be great. successful. Yeah, it's kind of like because, you know, everybody, you know, everybody gets all caught up in, you know, I say they do. They used to, you know, breaking balls. You know, how many breaking balls can we throw? Well, the bottom line is, can you throw strikes? Yeah. Can you locate your changeup? You know, what your, is your second pitch? What is your second? How good is your second pitch? Can you throw your second pitch when it's three one, or do you go dead red when it's three one two zero? Where everybody right. knows it. So those are the things that that we tried to coach into the kids. You know, number three hitters up. You gonna let him off with a fastball? No. I'm gonna make him hit off speed pitch. I don't know. The game within the game was exciting to me, and it's kind of even exciting just to talk about it. A little yeah, bit. no, absolutely. It's always fun to have you around and that sort of thing. Uh, appreciate you stopping by here today. What, what's on the docket for the weekend for you, Tim? Well, you what, know, what's fun coming up in your life? You know what this weekend is? Tell me, Mother's Day. That's right, Mother's Day, and unfortunately, my mother's no longer with us. But you know, my wife, she is a mother, yes, and her mother is. So uh, I plan to. Be a good son-in-law and a good husband, <laughs> and make sure that my wife and mother-in-law enjoy their Mother's Day, and uh, obviously speak to you know always talk to my grandkids because they have mothers too. They right. might be my daughter-in-laws, but they're still mothers. So I think this weekend is going to not be anything about Tim. It's going to be all about the the females in my life. That's what we like to hear. And how can we get in touch with Tim Gillespie and the good folks over at Hometown Lenders on the Plains? Well, physically, 1943A South College Street across the Mason Jar. Come in. See me, Melissa Smitty. If you prefer to call us on the phone, 334-908-3024. Or you can look us up at Hometown Lenders on the Plains. Also, me, 
Smitty Grider and Melissa all have the www. Let me can I start that over. Is this taped or live? www.smittygrider.mortgage, Melissa Gillespie.mortgage, and Tim Gillespie.mortgage. So there's there's not a problem to get in touch with us on South College Street. And down here we we are your equal housing lender in MLS two zero zero six four eight two. Thanks so much, guys. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely love chatting with you, Tim. This was a whole lot of fun. Let's take our first commercial break of the hour. James from Montgomery, you're going to be on the program with us when we come back from this commercial break. This is Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Time out. Sports Call will be back after this quick break. This is Jake Crane, host of the J-Boy Show, and you are listening to the Abbey Award-winning Sports Call. Welcome back into the program. You're listening to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM, and on the Tiger Communications app, J.J. Jackson and Tom Peavy. Brooks Childress will join us here in just a little bit. Appreciate Tim Gillespie from Hometown Lenders on the Plains stopping by to chat with us. Always appreciate hearing how he's doing, and uh, when you got a coaching career like he does, he's got stories for days. It's not just football. Uh, it's all sports involved. And, uh, yeah, I love, I love watching some of those base coaches out there just – Sometimes looking like a fool with how animated at the end of the game they can be, yeah. directing traffic, as he called it. So uh, a lot of fun there with that one. All of our Sports Call callers and guests join us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over 110 years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, equal housing lender, 334-887-3401 or toll free at one 9 tiger 9 to be a part of the program as we go to our Auburn Bank phone line for the first time during today's show. And joining us now on the program is our very good friend, James from Montgomery. James has called into today's show. Hi there, James. Hello, and War Eagle. War Eagle, sir. Yeah, I'm actually... Actually, I'm in my hometown of Montgomery, Alabama. I'm in downtown Montgomery of my home, of my beautiful home state of Montgomery as well, taking in all the beautiful uh, sunshine as well. All right. Yeah, no, it's a great place to be. Tom Peavy's wearing his Montgomery Biscuits uh, shirt today. Yeah, so we just wrapped up earlier um, in a earlier today so we just got a big win eight to three so that would be a really good thing that we had for today and um basically i'm just going to get into a lot of uh sports that i've been you know covering over over the past uh two and a half hours from now what'd you like about the game today james Oh, well, it was um, it was a very good game, and actually we do. Um, earlier today, we did have a lot of students from the Montgomery area, so they came out and uh, took a little, bit of ba- a little bit of baseball as well. So that was really fun for the kids to actually come out and see the Montgomery Biscuits play um, at home as well. So that was a really good, fun time for the kids as well, because I know with the kids, I know they just uh, they don't have school today, so, you know, they just had a week off. 
so you know that was a really good thing to see a lot of the teachers and a lot of kids to come out and spend a little bit of their time as well you think the uh, montgomery biscuits can win the minor league championship this year um i think we got a chance we got a huge chance of winning the minor league this year because we did win it last two years actually as well so i think this year we might make it to the minor leagues this year as well all right what else is on your mind james a lot going on in the sports world tell us something well I'm actually um, trying to keep up with Auburn Tigers because I know we are. Uh, we just wrapped up with the NFL draft, which was uh, last month. So we're actually getting uh, some new players for the Auburn uh, football team. So I'm just going to see how um, Brian Harson is actually going to be doing with his new team this year. And I'm hoping that we'll win uh, this year and uh, seeing if we can make it to the uh, national championship this year as well. Yeah, I'm super excited for Auburn yeah. football. I can't wait for it to happen and to see these new players. Yes, yeah, that's well because it's right around the corner. It starts this coming up fall, and then I just got. I was looking at on on next year in 2023 in March of 2023, the city of Birmingham for the first time ever in their city's history would be hosting the March Madness tournament in Birmingham, Alabama, and I will be there from Birmingham, Alabama, to actually watch all the. All of the college teams in Birmingham in the in the Magic City to actually um, bring that out to um, Birmingham as well. You're going to go to those games? Yes, I'm actually going to be going to those games as well. And this coming up week in Birmingham, they actually have the World Games in Birmingham, Alabama, and tickets are still available for that as well. A lot of people are always trying to debate what's the better city in Alabama. Is the better city Montgomery or Birmingham? Do you have an opinion on that conversation? Um, yes, I do. The opinion would have to be Montgomery, Alabama, because Montgomery has a lot of history. It's very fun. It's very, you know, laid back. We have a lot of nightlife here. We have pretty much anything for the little kids to actually enjoy. And maybe the Alabama River, where you can actually um, catch a ride on the Harriet, too, and cruise down the historic Alabama River and see some great sights of history's past in Montgomery as well. So your team Montgomery over Birmingham. Yes, as well, because um, Montgomery is a big city, and it's one of the best cities here in the state of Alabama as well. Tell me something else. Well, I'm just going to see... Um, who's going to actually win in um, in basketball tonight as well. Yeah, so, you went just, two for two on your predictions yesterday. You said that the Celtics would win, and then you also said that we would have the, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies winning. Yeah, so I'm going to see if... Um, Today it's the Mavericks and Suns. Yeah, so I'm actually going to be watching my Dallas Mavericks to actually see if we can pull it off tonight. And I just put in my bet earlier this morning for the Mavericks to actually win. It's a $159 bet that I'm actually going to be winning right now as well in a few minutes from now. All right, so you bet $159 or you're going to win $159? I'm actually going to win that tonight. Okay, so how much did you bet for it? Um, I actually went up on the bet. It was a $50 bet, so I went up to $55 on that one as well. All right. Okay. I guess that's a, a semi-decent return. Bet $55 to win 159 
Yes, actually, and I uh, I do have our uh, Atlanta Braves right now uh, favorite to win, so I'm actually winning that game very closely as well. So I'm actually getting the total amount in my bet count is $3,495 and some change in uh, today's game as well. For real? Yes, so I'm actually doing the action sports betting app on my phone. I always do it all the time, and I always win. And that's how I actually won last year's Super Bowl against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well. So the season, the season schedule will start May 12th. All the all the 32 teams would have new places to actually go this year as well. And there are four teams that are going to be going across the way. In one game will be played in uh, Mexico City, Mexico. One is going to be played in Germany. And for the first time in NFL football history for the NFL is going to be played in London. So those four games would be all good games as well. I mean, James, look, for you to be winning $3,400, that, that's big time, man. That's $3,400. That's a lot. You're, you're rich, James. You're rich. Yes, as well, because I've been doing sports betting for a long time as well. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. What are you going to spend your money on? Oh, I'm, I don't know, so I just keep it, and then I just use it for next week next week's games as well okay so you just put it back into the pot and reinvest and see what kind of bets we can make that's a smart way to look at it that's a really yeah, smart way well. to look at it are you going to get uh marie something nice um pretty much in the near future when um well on her birthday is um really coming right around the corner so i'm actually going to be giving her something um really nice as well oh wow that's going to be awesome james mother's day is coming up on sunday do you want to say something about your mother Oh, well, yes, my mom, she's a very uh, strong, independent woman. And, um, you know, she's been, you know, helping me through a lot. And without her, I wouldn't even be here, you know, talking to you guys as well. And I'm a huge Auburn fan as well. So I'm going to probably, you know, show some support to my mom as well. Maybe take her out on a nice uh, cruise on the Alabama River and um, pretty much uh, do something like that for her as well. Yeah, it's really important to treat mothers nice all the time, but especially on Mother's Day. I'm excited because I get to see my mom this weekend for Mother's Day. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, as well. It's a very, very good observation that we uh, put aside, you know, on a great day like this for, for mothers all over just not here at home, but for everywhere, even in military as well, because I know for a lot of for a lot of children there would like to see their mothers come home as as well. No kidding. No kidding. You're exactly right about that. Well, James, it's always a pleasure to hear from you today. Uh, you have any final thoughts for us? Um, I don't have any final thoughts for anybody out there in Auburn, but I will call you all on tomorrow because I know um, it's uh, the NHL playoffs, so I'll probably get some NHL playoff history uh, trivia as well. We can do that for you. We'll be happy to set that up, and we'll talk to you then, okay? All right, sounds good, and War Eagle. War Eagle, indeed. That's our buddy James from Montgomery joining us on our Auburn Bank phone line. Coming up in just a minute, retired war damn Steve will be a part of the program, and we'll welcome in Brooks Childress to the fun as well. Alongside Tom Peavy and Brooks Childress, I'm J.J. Jackson, back in a moment here on Sports Golf. 
JJ Jackson and the guys want to hear from you. Give them a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401. I'm Sammy Coates, former Auburn football player and all-SEC wide receiver, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into the program. Sports Call on a Wednesday, Tiger 95.9 FM. J.J. Jackson inside the studio with Brooks Childress and Tom Peavy. Brooks, how are you? I'm great. It was a great Good uh, to see you. Great Wednesday. Yeah, it's my first time on this week. So, uh, great time. Great. Happy to be here. Was out at Smith Station versus uh, Auburn High last night. Some area tournament softball action. Had some fun out there despite the results. Uh, Central. I've never been to Central High School's campus. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. It is just. It is. It is like a small college yeah. down there. No yes. wonder uh, the Knicks boys wanted to go to there. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. Is there? There. He was in a press it, box broadcasting yeah, yesterday but, uh, for a softball is game. It, so did, did they build a? Uh, did they build a baseball stadium on their campus? Because their stadium used to be right there at Garrett Stadium so next to the. They uh, built football a. Stadium. It's like a, it. It seems like it's a state of the art softball stadium. I was down there for softball last night. Softball, baseball yeah. is a, baseball is still off campus at the same place where the football stadium I is, guess. which is literally I guess. a minute away. I, I misunderstood. I thought you were doing uh, baseball for no, some reason. No, we were doing softball last night, but they've got wonder. They've got at least two outdoor practice fields for football. Yeah, and then they've got an indoor for football, and it's just absolutely stunning there. They've, their whole athletic building is just absolutely gorgeous. Um, but yeah, had some fun down there despite the result. Uh, hope Smith Station can bounce back tomorrow and get a win in the area tournament. Let's take on Auburn again, um, and it's just it's a fun day. It's been fun to watch some. We had a three overtime playoff hockey last night between the Penguins and the Rangers. That Isn't was fun that crazy? to watch. Uh, and then the Braves and Tom Tom was talking about it during the break. Uh, got a win nine to two over the Mets just a moment ago and split the series with the Mets up up in a uh, City Field. So that's a really really good split against one of the hottest teams in baseball to start the year. And so I can't wait to talk about uh, everything in sports here today. Yeah, day off tomorrow for the Braves. They open up a three game series at home against the Milwaukee Brewers this weekend. Final day on the show for me this week. As first thing in the morning, myself and Britt Bowen take off to Knoxville. Auburn softball has their final series of the regular season against the Tennessee Volunteers, so I will not be here the next two days. The show will continue, however, and I've got a lot of great people in place. Wacky Wednesday coming up a little bit later. You do not want to miss that. A very, very, very creative idea by Brooks Childress that Tom Peavy has no idea about. And it's making it all the more better. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's take your phone calls. 334-887-3401. Next up. Ward Dam Steve. Retired Ward Dam Steve now joins us here on the show. Hi, Steve. Well, I'll start off Wacky Wednesday with this wacky. May the fourth be with you. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Clever. All right. I wish I was that smart, but you know, that's. That's been going on since, I think, 1992. I've got the year that started. I would imagine ever since oh. the uh, the Star Wars craze starts to pick up, people love running with that one. Well, you may be surprised by this one because I was. Do you know who originated that May the Fourth Be With You or who, where it originated? Who's that? It's originated with a parliamentary person in where? England. Huh. May nice. the Fourth Be With You. He, some parliamentary in there... Uh, during one of their parliamentary uh, uh, meetings, uh, began that thing, May the Fourth be with you. So, so if you didn't know it then, now you know it. 
Yep, we like it now. All right. Well, let's go, guys. Uh, I didn't really uh, have time yesterday, and I overlooked it, but uh, I heard uh, Ms. Caldwell's comment uh, about the upcoming football season, and, you know, I mentioned to you what um, Mr. Uh, Josh Pate thought. I, I would like your, your, your thoughts, guys. Uh, what will it take? What do you expect from uh, Coach Harzen and this football team for him to remain our coach going forward after this coming season for this to be a successful uh, season for him to be retained? Because Josh Pate thinks if he doesn't get eight wins, he's gone. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, you heard us. You asked us to ask Jason Caldwell from inside the Auburn Tigers yeah, on the call on Monday. And uh, he was a little noncommittal in his answer, but Tom, as we remember what Jason said, I think there's a little bit of validity to that. Yes, you want there to be a number, but I do think context always matters when it comes to such a significant decision as to whether or not you're going to let the coach go. And that was basically Jason Caldwell's big point. It's like, look, I don't know that you can just say a number out there because there are some six and six seasons that look different than others. There are some nine and three seasons that look different than other nine and three seasons that was kind of my big takeaway from what jason was saying with it yeah and and i also uh i i don't know the the you know what's kind of going through the heads of the big money folks out there that were already trying to make this push yeah hopefully they have kind of backed down a little bit and feel like even with a bad season that he secured to try to get this thing built up but uh, I mean, if they're already after after him, uh, then I, you know, I just don't know. I, but I, yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think there's a number. Uh, you know, I, I, I think this team is a seven win team. I think anything less than seven is disappointing. But like JJ was just saying, and what Caldwell was saying, sometimes a six and six season looks pretty good. If you're in every single one of those games and you just can't catch a break, or you have massive injuries, then six and six looks a lot different. Now, if he only wins three games and and recruiting keeps going down the same path that we've seen then i could definitely see a a, uh, a, a change being made well i'm hoping that uh your pronunciations are are in josh basically are not that uh, i guess you know for foreboding to say it lightly i mean i feel like we we need a win at the coach ours and one of those i think will need to be i guess at least a&M, Georgia, or Alabama. Oh, good luck making that happen. Well, you say good luck. We've got some returning defensive players and people off the, uh, that, that have some experience. I mean, we're not exactly chopped liver. Yeah, so the schedule's daunting. But we get taking them at home, right? Them at home, and then, yeah, you've got to also you've got to, uh, Alabama and Georgia on the road, but on Texas road. A&M will be at home. So, uh, I mean, that, that's what I'm hoping for. And I don't think it'll be really good for the program to keep changing coaches. All right, moving on, guys. Uh, I didn't hear Jason say very much about this, uh, and I'm wondering why. But I'll ask you guys, what explains why that darn coach for Tennessee was not ejected after he slung the damn bat uh, into the uh, uh, Auburn dugout? Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know that that was necessarily something to get him. That he would have been ejected for? Uh, Why not? I mean, I've seen him uh, eject coaches for less than that. Yeah, I, I, I think it's it's one of those things. I mean, he 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 tossed the bat back over there. I mean, he didn't like go at them slinging the bat. I mean, he threw the bat. It was very classless move. But uh, 
you know, it, it wasn't like he went overhand and, and you know, just chucked the bat as hard as he could. I mean, he flipped it back over there underhanded. It, it was but a it was a bush league. It was no, no. Listen, it was a bush. It was a bush league move, but he was not trying to hit the players with the bat. He was tossing the bat back over there. It did kind of bounce towards them, but I mean, it wasn't like he went after a player with a bat. It wasn't like he was maliciously trying to hurt somebody with a bat. He just tossed it back over there. Yeah, I mean, it was a bush league move. I don't like that he did that, but he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. He just, I mean, it's not. It's something the teams can get jawjacking about. It's not something to kick the coach out about. I mean, he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. He wasn't, you know, doing anything like that. Steve, well, four minutes left in the hour. Just yeah, to give you a heads well, up, he, four minutes. He, he inflamed uh, the, the, the rest of the teams, too. Both teams uh, started to come out of the dugouts. You know that. All right. Sure. Now, and then I read this. Uh, I guess it was on social media, posted by Miss Rachel Mullins. Who is she? She's the mother of Hayden Mullins. Yes. Did you read her comments? I did, yeah. She's not very happy. And the family being Tennessee grads and now supporting Hayden as an Auburn baseball player. Not happy indeed. Yeah, she said, because we wore Auburn white shirts, we were treated, well, the way they were treated, it was uncalled for, classless, and downright embarrassing. Uh, She said they even... Uh, were cheering when Mullins and uh, uh, was uh, Blake Burkhalter. Uh, yeah, Burkhalter. They they both uh, you know got injured and uh, had to uh, step out of the game. I said, wow, these are uh, people that uh, I guess uh, haven't you know know how to act when they are winning big. But uh, so much for all that. All right, today's sports, real quickly, guys. What happened on this day in what year? Nineteen. Let me get it up here. Nineteen sixty-six. Sports, baseball, major league. Uh, you'll have to tell us. I, I was, I was not alive. I was not alive at that time. Well, I was. I was 13 years <laughs> old when this happened. The say hey kid. He broke the then National League record for home runs. He hit 512 career home runs on this date. He broke Mel Ott's National League record. He ended up finishing guys with 660 home runs. Sheesh. Good for third. Good for third on the all-time list at the time of his retirement. No. Very impressive. That's impressive. All right. And you know what tomorrow is, guys. I know you're not going to be here, Mr. J.J. It's the Battle of Pueblo. Cinco de Mayo. Right. And you know there's only one place that actually celebrates this holiday in Mexico, and that's in the state of Puebla. And here we think it's what? Independence Day for Mexico. No, that's in September. This was actually a victory that had to do with a short-lived victory over the country of France. So there you go. If you didn't know it then, we know it now. With that, guys, you have a safe trip, and I look to hear some of your passionate phone calls <laughs> for the softball team. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate that. Hi, right, guys. With that said, I know my time is up. I always thank you for your time. Have a safe afternoon and evening. And until next time, War Eagle, guys. War Eagle, indeed. Our buddy retired War Dam Steve joining us there on the Auburn Bank phone line, 334-887-3401. Or toll free at one triple eight nine Tiger Nine to be a part of the show. JJ Jackson with Tom PV Brooks Childress. As we'll have Wacky Wednesday in the five o'clock hour. We've got birthdays and sports still to come. We've got to make May monthly predictions and let you know about how the April monthly predictions went as well for us. Uh, but uh, Brooks, we saw talking about that Auburn baseball team. They get the win against Tennessee. Now they've got a three-game series at home against a top-five Arkansas team. Yeah, it's uh it's a tough stretch here for the the Auburn Tigers. 
And then, you know, you go into it, you get, you had Tennessee, you took one from them. I think that was, you know, you, you expected going into that series. I think a lot of people expected Tennessee to sweep the Tigers, but getting what, at least one win out of that was phenomenal for this Auburn baseball team to do set them up uh, for, for some good success going down the road here because that was one of the best teams in the country, if not the best team we've seen in a while. And then you got a top five Arkansas team coming into town. I think this is, again, another sh- opportunity that you need to at least get one. I know Butch Thompson likes to get two, two out of three at home, one on the road is what he likes to do. But if you can get at least one against Arkansas this weekend, that's going to set you up really well. I don't think you fall that far in the polls. And then after that, the weekend after that, you got Alabama coming to town, which, the, I mean, they're, it's not, Alabama's not on the same level as Tennessee and Arkansas, but still a really, really big series to be able to uh, – these, these three series in a row are really big for these Tigers teams as you try to get into a position where you can host a regional. And a reminder that with the Auburn baseball team – about number 20 in the polls or so. They are the number three team in NCAA RPI rankings. That certainly does matter when you start to look at NCAA regionals. Auburn softball, a three-game series this weekend in Knoxville, taking on the Tennessee Volunteers. One hour has concluded of Sports Call. Thanks to Tim Gillespie for stopping by. We'll have more of your phone calls a little bit later in the show as well. Alongside Brooks Childress and Tom Peavy, my name is JJ Jackson. One hour in the books, and we're rolling. Our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second hour of Sports Call, Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson, Brooks Childress, and Tom Peavy. Two full hours of the show left to go. We've got to get birthdays and sports accomplished. I want to do some monthly prediction updates and a whole lot more. Brooks, the Braves won earlier today 9-2 to over the Mets. They split the four-game series with the New York Metropolitans. Yeah, big, big series. You look at uh, this was the second four-game series of the year, uh, I think, if I'm, I'm remembering correctly. Uh, first one was that first weekend against the Reds. Disappointing to split that series, but this is on the other side of things. I think you're happy to split this series. The Mets have come out of the gates absolutely on fire here in uh, the early parts of the season. 
and it's the. I think the best thing, one of the best things, is you didn't have to see uh, Max Scherzer against the uh, when you took on the Mets. He pitched Sunday night, and so you didn't get to see him at all in this three in this four game series over three days. And now you place yourselves, you split two, so you're six games back of the Mets, which is not great right now, but it's still, you know, first of May. You still got a long way to go in the in the season, but getting two of those from the Mets and keeping yourself right there about six games back uh, from. New York is is a really good uh, spot. You're half game behind the Phillies for third. Uh, what is that? Two a, a game and a half back of the Marlins for second. So you're right there. If you're the Braves, big series against the Mets, take two. Now you come back home, and it doesn't get that lot easier. You got the Brew Crew coming into town. who are sixteen and eight on the year, just two wins uh, out away from the Mets. Mets are eighteen and nine, and so you've got another big series this weekend at home. But it's at home. You get you get three against the Brewers this weekend. If you could take two out of three from the Brewers, you start to feel really, really good about yourself going here into May. Let's celebrate some birthdays today. It's time for today's birthdays in sports. Birthdays in sports here today on May 4th, 2022. Happy birthday, Victor Oladipo, who's turning 30 years old. A current shooting guard for the Miami Heat, selected second overall in the 2013 NBA draft by the Orlando Magic, played college basketball for the Indiana Hoosiers. Go. He was the 2013 Sporting News Player of the Year Award winner. Also an all-first-team Big Ten player at Indiana. A two-time NBA All-Star, one-time All-NBA Defensive First Team, the 2018 award winner for the Most Improved Player. He has also played in the NBA for the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Indiana Pacers, and the Houston Rockets, now currently starring for the Miami Heat, who have a 1-0 lead in their series against the 76ers. And Oladipo's back healthy. He was able to play in Game 1 for Miami. Game 2 tonight. Can uh, James Harden show up tonight and be uh, the James Harden that we've seen him be in the past? Because Joel Embiid's not coming back for a minute. Can, That's uh, right. Can they hold off and maybe hope to get him back later in the series? Kyle Singler turns 34 years old today. The former NBA small forward selected 33rd overall in the 2011 NBA draft by the Detroit Pistons out of Duke. He yeah. was the 2013 NBA All-Rookie second team, four-year starter while at Duke. A 2010 NCAA champion, 2010 Final Four Most Outstanding Player, the ACC Rookie of the Year in 2008, and a 2007 McDonald's All-American. Kyle Singler turns 34 years old today. What national championship team was he on? 2010, John Shire, Nolan Smith, Kyle Singler, Brian Zubek, Lance Thomas, Mason Plumley, Miles Plumley, Andre Dawkins, Ryan Kelly couple of walk-ons for you, Sean Kelly oh. as well, Todd Zafarowski. They played Butler. Okay, that yeah. was the Butler's team. All right. Sorry. Uh, James Harrison is I turning 44 years old. For. You just wanted to show off. I just listed the whole roster yeah. for you. I think that's pretty impressive. Um, former NFL outside linebacker went undrafted in the 2002 NFL draft and signed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. As he was on their permanent roster starting in 2004, a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time first-team All-Pro, also spent time in his career with the Cincinnati Bengals and the New England Patriots before retiring in 2018. James Harrison is a five-time Pro Bowler, and he is 150% terrifying. Yes, that's factual. I would never in my life want to be tackled by him, ever. 
Man. There's very few people that I would like to be tackled by. Just- and then we've got uh, Ben Greavy, the former MLB outfielder, 1998 All-Star, 1998 American League Rookie of the Year. Played for the Oakland A's, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, the Milwaukee Brewers, and Chicago Cubs before retiring in 2005. Ben Greavy turning 46 years old today. James Harrison is 44. Kyle Singler is 34. And Victor Oladipo turns 30. That is birthdays in sports here today. It's a good list for a... Uh, yeah. For May the 4th. No kidding. Be with be you. Be with you. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Indeed. And happy birthday. Um, you like the Star Wars films, oh, Brooks? Oh, heck yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm so upset that when they When you hear May the 4th a lot, does it put you in a Star Wars mood or you just giggle and you don't really think about it or how do you react? It, I mean, it doesn't make me want to go and watch the movies today, be, uh, but it's like... I, that's a big project? I, yeah, but I, I definitely like think about it and I, I'll, you know, a lot of the minor league teams are doing like the Star Wars day where they do all the weird wacky jerseys. So I go, uh-huh. I go and look at all the, what they, you know, the minor league baseball teams are doing. Uh, I'm really upset that they Disney did not line it up where this year's May the 4th was when they were going to release the new Kenobi series. They're going to wait and do that. They released a trailer for it today, uh-huh. and they're going to release it at the end of this month, but I was really hoping that they would line it up and be like, hey, it's May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Here's Kenobi. Are you going to watch that series? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. You're still behind on The Mandalorian, yeah. though. Yeah, but Kenobi, like, Ewan McGregor, I love Ewan McGregor. I love watching his films. I want to turn this into a Brooks Children's Therapy session a All little right. bit later as well. All right. You want uh, to because the couch? I want the world to... Am I the one getting therapy or am I the one receiving it? Wouldn't getting and receiving be the same thing? No, giving therapy. Giving, am, okay. I, am I the one that is, it is, that is You're receiving therapy. All right, so all right. Yeah. do I need a couch? Yeah. Back to my first question. Oh, that made me laugh a little bit. Um, you just there just... You need some therapy. Okay. You need some help. All right. And we'll provide that for it. you here in just a little bit. All I'm right. going to need you to Ryan LaVoy's services. Okay. For I'll, this I'll too. accept it. Um, okay. Let me do this as well as uh, we've got coming up in just a moment, our monthly predictions update for everyone as Ryan LaVoy is here uh, for a split second and now he's not and now he is. And uh, could Mr. LaVoy be available for some services at approximately 4.30 or so? All right. Sounds good. We'll make that happen. Let's take our first break of the show. Live programming for everyone to hear and uh, monthly predictions after this on Sports Call. Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. I'm Corey Grant, former Auburn football and NFL running back, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Welcome back into the program. You're listening to Sports Call Tiger 95.9 FM. That was very clever. Yeah. That was very clever what you said there. Um, I don't know if Tom picked it. It went over his head. Yeah. I'm not repeating it, though. Yeah. No, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Something about an appetizer later. I I guess that leads me into what Wacky Wednesday is going to be about. (laughs) Okay. Tom is, he's picking it up, bro. He's paying attention, which is what we like to see. Hey, I'm already hungry. So we start talking about food. I'm, man. I don't know if this is going to satisfy your hunger, but it's going to be something. It'll be eventful. Okay. Well, maybe not. It's going to be something. We're just going to be talking about weird foods. It'll be simple. It's going to be something. Let's just 
Yeah, let's I just, just... You're telling me to be patient. And yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. And I'm telling... Like, we still have to take Brooke's th- uh, children's to therapy yeah. session a little well, bit later. Well, we just got to talk, you know, fat boy over here that hadn't eaten all day. You know, <laughs> I start talking about food. I start getting the, I start getting sweaty, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom. Um, I need to do this because it is a brand new month. We've got to take a look at our monthly predictions Here we go. Are you looking for a sure bet at what's going to happen this month? Well, then don't listen to these guys. It's Sports Call's Monthly Predictions. Sports Call's Monthly Predictions. Brooks Childress, the month of April has come and went. And uh, let's give folks a update on how the April monthly predictions went for people. Uh, I did good. I did almost (laughs) as good as Tom. (laughs) <laughs> Not as good as Tom. Give some details, please, sir. All right. So in the monthly predictions, we had 10 questions. Obviously, you can get one point per question. Nobody got 10 points. Sorry. Okay. Tom was the closest, though. He got half of the points. He got five points on the month. That's right. Me and Austin tied for second at four points. Javon Cutler, may he rest in his nice, comfortable Happiness bed in, up in Bristol, Connecticut. Yes. Uh, still participating. He got three points on the month. Bill, He's our defending champ, so he will continue to participate. Bill, Cam, and Brant, and JJ all finished the month with two points. And then Ryan Lavoie played April's Caboose with only one point. But he's still very high up the rankings on, all, on, the, uh, on the year. So those are your April predictions. After the twenty, after the April points are added in, the 2022 standings sit as this Austin Scott has rocketed his way to the top of the leaderboard with 15 points. JJ, you seem upset by that. It's just, I mean, Austin, of all people. Yeah. You know? He's good at predicting He had a really good month. Uh, Javon Cutler, the defending champion, sits in second, closely behind Austin, nipping at his heels with 14 points. Myself and Ryan Lavoie sit in third at 12 points. Oh, Tom also at 12 points. Tom, you're Uh, you're tied with us I was going to say, I thought I was up there. You are. It is Ryan, Brooks, and Tom all tied with 12 points. Cam sitting there at 6th with 9 points. Bill at 8 points. And then two people bringing up the rear. This may be why J.J. is upset with with Austin's lead because J.J. and Brant are tied at the very back with 7 points on the year. (laughs) I need to figure it out. I mean, I have been quite disastrous through the first four months. And listen, it's not going to get any easier for you because I've already got a point in the month of May. (laughs) <laughs> oh. Four days in. Yes. Oh, yes. The uh, the NASCAR question. Yes. Yeah. Chase Elliott's f- highest yeah. finish. And he's already won. He's one. already won. So right. it's you can't do that, better than that, that. You know that's kind of that that race was not even supposed to be in May. No, it was. It was. It was on the first of May. Was it? Okay. Yeah. It was on oh, Sunday. that's, that's was right. Sunday was the first. Yep. You're right. Okay. Yep. So either way, but if they had run it the day before, maybe he didn't win the day before. Maybe, maybe, he, maybe it's he's got to wait till Monday to Just win that need, race. You know, he's like, yeah. "Hey, I 70, think, 80 laps on on Sunday. Let me get yeah. a little quick snoozer and then wake up Monday yeah. and be ready yeah. to go." I think I said his best finish would be like third, but yeah, he's looking already at, he's already won one. Looking so. back at those April questions, Brooks, which ones did nobody get? Did correct? nobody get? Uh, well, nobody got the first one, which was who will win the twenty twenty two Masters. Not, Tough to always predict that one. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever gotten a golf one right. So. I would have. I don't know. Well, I need yeah, to do. I need that to would fact be a good, check. I'll, That's I'll, a good one to because we continuously predict them because the yeah. odds are crazy to look at. Uh, but that's let's do some research on that one. Yeah, that, I'll that's, do that. Yeah, picking a, the winner of a of a golf tournament is so so difficult because oh, yeah. and we've got one in in the uh, in our May predictions PGA yep. Championship. 
Um, yeah, golf is just so weird because uh, a lot of times your favorites don't do any, don't do well, and and it's usually a lot of times it's somebody just out of nowhere wins these tournaments, and and that's just the, the parody in golf. I mean, it's very unpredictable, which kind of makes it fun to watch. And that is the only question that nobody got a point for on the month. Everybody, every other question garnered a point for someone out of the 10 but the masters is the only one that oh. nobody got a point for this month this well, past we'll, month we'll roll them let's see what do we got uh who is the who will have the most rushing yards in the 2022 a-day game sean jackson was the one that had the most rushing yards in the a-day game cam brant jj and austin all got that correct how many sec games will auburn softball win i was very i forgot i i talked about this last week we did an update late last week on the show and i talked about it on air and then forgot about it and then I woke up Sunday, and I'm like, I remembered it. How many SEC games will Auburn win in April? Me and Bill both said five, and Auburn had to win the last two games of the month against Georgia on Friday and Saturday oh, wow. to get that five points, to get to the five wins. And me and they, they won the first two of that series, and so me and Bill got, got both of those points. That's, that's not really good for them, though. Five wins? Well, well, five wins, and they had to win the last two of the month. no. I, I wouldn't say it's that it wasn't good, but it was good for my points. It was good for you. But that's what I'm just saying. I mean, they were sitting at three wins for the month. Yeah, Ooh. it was a tough, tough month for the Auburn softball team. Yeah. They're still in a position to maybe host, though. Yeah, injuries. It, gotta say, injuries. Uh, injuries have played a huge factor. No in kidding. That. Um, the next, who will be the first quarterback selected in the 2022 NFL draft? It was Kenny Pickett. I got that one. Number right. 20 by the Pittsburgh Steelers. You did. J.J. did. Ryan did. And Austin did. Maybe that's maybe that's why J.J.'s upset at, at Austin leading because Austin got points on the same ones that J.J. got points so he couldn't build a lead. I can't catch back up to him if we're both getting the same questions, right? Uh, how many total points we scored in the 2022 men's Final Four games plus the national title game all combined? Closest guest gets the point. 445 points were scored in the three games that Final Four weekend. Javon Cutler and Brent Daughtry We'll get, both get a point. They both guessed 450. They were five mm-hmm. points away from being right on that one. Um, which team will win the 2022 men's basketball NCAA title? It was the Kansas Jayhawks, and it was myself, Tom, and Austin all yep. getting that point. And then which team will win the 2022 women's basketball NCAA title? It was South Carolina. Bill, myself, Javon Cutler, and Tom all got that point correct. And my name keeps just popping up here. Yeah. Like it's I know what like, I'm almost, like I know what I'm talking about. Brilliant. Right now, it's man. almost like you got half of these correct. I mean, seriously, you're uh, just brilliant. <laughs> which player will win the most outstanding player in the men's final four? It was Ochai Agbaji, and it was me, Tom, and Austin getting that point correct. Uh, and then, how many Auburn football players we drafted in the 2022 NFL draft? Unfortunately, Tom did get this one correct, as he <laughs> said one, and it was just Roger McCreary that got drafted. Um, so, congrats, Tom, for. The one, the one for, for, for not having very much no. faith in. Well, now you know the thing is, we we talked about that here on the show, and and y'all all really like vehemently disagreed with me when I said that I think Auburn was. I said Roger McCreary is going to get drafted. The, the others, I was like, they might get drafted. If they do, it's going to be really late rounds. But I honestly, I just felt like that those guys might go into the undrafted free agent. I mean, y'all are like, no, there's no way. Smoke Monday, somebody is going to draft Smoke Monday. Uh, they, no way. And well, you got yeah. the point. There you go. You got the point. 
And so the, that's where we're at. And the final question of the month was, who hits the first home run of the season for the Atlanta Braves? Cam Barry and Javon Cutler got this correct when picking Austin Riley. Fun question, and it happened on the first game, as we would expect. Home runs are down across the sport, but the Braves are still top three in the league in home runs hit. I was feeling good about Ozzie Albies, who's tied for the lead with Austin Riley for most homers on the team so far. But it was Riley who hit the first one. Yeah. So that is a look at our April monthly predictions Tom, let's start to walk through our May monthly predictions. Folks out there at the tiger.fm, click on the Sports Call logo, and then you'll be able to find our May monthly predictions as we'll get a look at some of those. Because, Tom, you're, you're doing well. You know, you don't need to fall off now after having a big month. So we've got to see if uh, you're able to keep up your good run that you're on right now with these May monthly predictions. Well, that... You feeling any pressure? Nah, no, no pressure. But I, I mean, do pre- want to remind people I, that I, want to, I definitely want to try to get up to the top. Though. After six months last year, I had a seven-point lead in monthly predictions. A seven-point lead, and I lost. Oof. I wasn't even in the top three. So just because you have a couple of big months in a row, it is a long, long year. Which Eastern Conference and Western Conference team will be the representative in the NBA Finals? Fun one to ask us. We asked this prior to the second round series right. getting started. Bucks and Suns were the finals a year ago. And uh, I think some people even thought we could see a rematch of that finals matchup. Yeah. One person sitting in this room did. You I, did. I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I see. I think I, I think I went with the Celtics in the East. Um, you did? And the Warriors in the West. I, I did go Warriors in the West. Yeah, okay. So... We'll see. What well, so, the, the thing is, the Suns were playing so good, but that injury is, yeah. What will Sonny Deshera's batting average be in the month of May? Closest guests will get this point right. We were kind of all over the place. That's not really fun to discuss. His average is crazy right now. It yeah. leads the SEC. It's one of the tops in all of college baseball. Uh, I'll tell you, Tom actually once again, uh, Debbie Downer, Tom Peavy said two forty. For Sonny Deshera, the lowest submission for anybody. It's there. just for the month. It's just for the month of right. May. Yes. So, but I, I mean, that's for I mean, for the month, that's not bad. I mean, if you're just talking about just one month worth of baseball. But for a player that's right at 440 going into the month to then have a month where you hit 240, that's a huge drop off. I mean, it, for the month, it's not that bad. Yes, but do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. I get what you're, but like you've had multiple months. It's more level. That that's totaling more, up um, those months, you've gotten to 440. Right. And so to have a month that is a 240 batting average, sure, Sonny would be very much so falling off from the play that he's been having so I, far this year. I feel like that. I feel like that's more leveling off. But how are you leveling <laughs> off if this is your first season playing for Auburn? Oh yeah, I'm just saying for the month. Okay, if you All hit right. if you hit if you hit over 200 for the month, you're still doing something. I mean, no you're not going to. Most folks are not going to hit 400 for the month. No kidding. For one month. Um, which horse will win the Kentucky Derby? This is also one that's pretty difficult. Uh, uh, submissions have been placed, and. Brooks, you went with Epicenter, as did Ryan Lavoy. There, it's the betting line favorite right now, I think. Yeah, see, this is the thing the to third. do. Um, people that like the names, it's awesome because we put all 20 horses. I let people know all 20 horses running in the Kentucky Derby. Um, 
don't bet for the long shot at the Derby. Yeah. You know, nope. just don't do. I mean, horse racing is one where the favorites are the favorites for a reason. Yep. And they're typically the ones that are always out in front getting the job done. There was a year I used to do this with just, you know, on the Derby day, I would I'd be like, that horse is going to win. And I always say it was the, the money, the whoever the favorite was. And there was this good stretch for five years, four out of five years, I was it was the the favorite to win it a couple years back and so horse racing doesn't have as, as many upsets especially in your big bigger big uh races like the the triple crown races um but yeah go for the favorites you'll yeah. typically find the most success there unless you just like a name what player will have the most home runs for the braves in the month of may we've got some austin riley's and uh, oh. a couple of ronald acuna juniors uh matt olsen and ozzy albies as well so oh. You went with Austin Riley, Tom. Yeah, and, and is he not? Is he not currently in the leader in the? Is he currently? Not I mean, he homered in he, May. He has homered in May. Uh, already a homer today. I thought he hit two. I thought Riley had already hit two in May. Maybe. I know he homered on Monday. Yeah. He homered yesterday. I think. Did he? Maybe. He I don't didn't. think he did. Hold on. We're going to I think it's just dive in. I think it's just one homer so far one, for Austin Riley. I was thinking he'd already hit two. I can't think of that many homers that the Braves have hit this month other than Heredia with the one today and Which is weird because that's where they're thriving is hitting home runs. Yeah. The current leader for the Atlanta Braves in home runs for the month of May is 3. It is Guillermo Heredia, Matt Olson, and Austin Riley all with one. So okay. Heredia has 3? No, 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 no. He didn't word that well. I, uh, I thought three the same people, thing. There are three people tied for the lead. Oh, uh, with one home with run. With one home run each. Uh, Aradia, Olsen, and Austin Riley. I didn't mean to dunk on you the way I That's did, Brooks, I I worded it poorly. If we wanted to go RBIs, Matt Olsen is leading the way with five RBIs through the first few days of May. So there's some looks at our monthly predictions for the month of May. Several other ones that we don't want to give everything away because, you know, we want clicks on the website. We want you to see what all we've got our eyes on this month and uh, see if Tom Peavy can hold on to the lead. Let's go ahead and take our next commercial break here on the show. When we come back, therapy time for Brooks Monroe Childress and uh, Wacky Wednesday still to come as well. You're listening to Sports Call. May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Hi, my name is... What? My name is... My name is... Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Now back to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Back on Sports Call Tiger 95.9 FM and the Tiger Communications app. Say that again, Tom. I said, well, that'll wake you up. That felt great. That really did. I mean, sometimes you just... sorry to whoever's car speakers are no longer working. You hear that in the background, and it's just, this is industry, baby. Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, one of the best instrumentals for a song. It's just so vibey, so groovy, and woo! Sometimes you just got to... Hit it a time or two. Uh, Brooks. Yeah. What's up? What's up, man? Tonight? <laughs> you tell me. 
Uh, we got uh, Wacky Wednesday coming up a little bit later. Are you ready for that? Uh, yeah. Tom, you fun. ready? Oh, yeah. I'm always ready. Okay. It's going to be fun. Uh, before we get to Wacky Wednesday, it's therapy time. A brand new segment that was created you moments know, ago. Moments ago. Um, the name, you know, it's cool because there's alliteration, and I didn't mean for the name to be what it is, but we got to go to therapy for Brooks Monroe Childress. I'm, I'm laid uh, out, as you can see. I wish couch. I had some good music to you, be playing you do the softly masters, in the, the background. The master's theme. The master's theme is somewhere on there. Okay. You think that's, yeah, that's, that, that's pretty good. fitting? Yeah. Okay. There All right, it is. So, there it is. Oh, yeah. Um, so calming. You've got a problem. Okay. Okay. All right. This is a really bad problem. Okay. And I brought Ryan Lavoy in here. Um, is he here to help me or help you with your... Both. Okay. Uh, partly because... Brooks, you and I are best friends. Is, is Tom going to help? Not who's, as who's much. Tom's helping? Helping Not me as help much. you. Yeah, is Tom going to help me help you help my cat? Tom's a little silly. Okay. Um, oh, so this is serious therapy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're being serious Here's now. the thing, though. So, Tom, you sit wow. in your corner. The thing is, Brooks. All right. I'm ready. I love you. And you you really are one of my best friends. Yeah. But one of my flaws is that I have a horrific memory. Okay? Sometimes. And sometimes it can be bad. There are factoids that I can forget sometimes. That's why I rely on. Mr. Ryan Scott Lavoy to help me remember those things. Great memory, that guy. Very much so. Just a great memory. Brooks Monroe Childress, you have a problem. Okay. Okay. Today is May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. Back to Star Wars we go. Yeah. You mentioned how excited you were that Kenobi. Yes. Was out and uh, the trailer came out. Yeah. And you're ready for the series to premiere at the end of the month. 27th. Disney Plus. Yep. As is the Mandalorian. Yeah. But you have not finished the Mandalorian. Haven't even started it. Here's your problem, though. Boba Fett still haven't started that one either. There's a lot on your list. Yes. There's no organization to what you watch. And... I wouldn't say that, but I, I don't. I just don't think so. Okay. And you watch a lot of things, and then yeah. we get into you know we stop watching things, <laughs> and I'm worried about the attention span possibly, or I don't know what it is, Brooks. Oh, but I bird. fear I fear that there's a tendency uh-huh. to want to watch all these things out there on television. Yeah, I'm thinking about all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe things that you want to dive into. I'm behind. But you're waiting for yeah. certain orders to go into watch it the way it's meant to be and it's yeah. just disgusting. Wow. Okay? And you don't need to live life that way. <laughs> There's so the much magic on the other side. There's a lot of brightness out in the world. And just watch it, Brooks. Just watch it. I'm just watch. I'm watching things. Too many things. That's probably true. That's I did get through all the uh, American Crime Story. Um, I keep wanting to say it's insurrection, but it's impeachment. American Crime Story impeachment. Right. I got through all of that. Finished all of that. So. Ten episodes. Yeah. And Great. knocked all those out. Great. Amazing. Phenomenal. Amazing. Highly I still need to finish. Um, you see? What are you you're criticizing me? I but finished. I don't dive into as much as you do. That's true. I'm in the middle of Grey's Anatomy right see? now. See? And you're also in the middle of, you know, what's the, what's the other, I mean, I just feel like you and Grace, you watch a lot of shows together. Yeah. And then there's a a lot on your plate all at once. 
That's why I'm behind on Star How many Wars. shows are you actively watching right now? How many shows have I started and have not finished? Is yes. What, all right. So I'm on. Do you remember any, Ryan? The Marvelous one. Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. Did you finish that? Nope. It's still, it is still ongoing, but we watched the first episode of the new season and have not dived past that. So that's a problem. So I'm confused. He just watches too many things and doesn't no, finish I, the show. I, I thought Ryan was supposed to be giving Brooks therapy. Yeah, what is Ryan helping? I, why, is Ryan, I, I, why is Ryan even here? <laughs> why did you bring Ryan into the studio? <laughs> Tom's getting serious now. He, it, one, there's I, a level JJ, of, I think you need some therapy. No, yeah. one, there's a level of comfort, right? These are my pals. Um, and then there's Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? <laughs> it's our breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking JJ. news. Brooks now in therapy, yeah. according so to reports. We have break, breaking we, news. JJ needs therapy. <laughs> whatever we have. I put that in there the same day as the Masters. I forgot to tell you about That's that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Every time we have breaking news, we can <laughs> play that. That's good. Yeah. I'm trying to make the show You're a better. good producer for this yeah. show. That's amazing. I forgot to play, tell you about it, so I'm not. Um, but Ryan, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I get back up on this? Like, he really does have this tendency to not finish things, and then he has all these big goals and aspirations for everything he wants to watch. And Brooks, you just need some help, maybe. Maybe. I, I would say that we do need to get a more coherent plan together. Like, I know the goal is to get through certain series before you watch certain movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, etc. But we do need... because. I feel that you're in a constant state of falling further behind. That's correct. Well, because Disney Plus came out, and then don't blame them. No, I'm going to blame. I'm going to blame them because when it comes to Marvel, because Disney Plus came out, and then they're like, "Oh, we can just shove everything that we could possibly make on there, and we're just going to make three shows a year that have ten episodes each." And I don't have as much time as some people would think to just peruse. If anybody wants to help, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sports Call AU three three four eight eight seven thirty four zero one. At Real Brooks C on Twitter. Yeah, at Real Brooks C on Twitter. We need some counsel here. What do you want to watch, Brooks? What if we start there? What do I want to watch? Yes. Kenobi. <coughs> Kenobi. Okay. The Mandalorian. Boba Fett. If we're going Star Wars. I think that's the only Star Wars stuff that's out. I guess the Bad Batch, but I'm not as into that because that's on the, the well, animated then We don't side need to be starting that. If you're not as it, that, that's a back burner show. Plus, I would have to watch like the entire Clone Wars, which is all yeah. Whole, that's a whole, whole nother thing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not about to get into the Clone Wars yet. Um, Marvel side of things, I still have to watch the Eternals. That's a movie. Yeah. Um, I still have to watch Hawkeye. Also, that's a show. That is a show. And then I also still have to watch Spider Man. The newest movie. The newest one. And then now, I, Moon Knight is the newest show from Marvel. I'm just going to go with well, I guess if we're if we're putting Kenobi on there, I'd have to go with whatever the next Marvel thing is, which is Doctor Strange, which comes out Friday. I'm still you know try to try to finish Miss Maisel, or at least finish the season. What is that about? It's about a, a 1950s into the 60s uh, lady that lives in New, in New York. She um, divorces her husband, and because she's funnier than he is at comedy, and then she makes that's why co- she divorces him. Uh, he gets jealous, and then okay, and then um. She uh, she sets off on her own career path of being a stand-up comedian, but like her husband still like is there and support her ex-husband still there supporting her because they have kids and he's just he's got a uh, he's got a club of his own. And how much fun time. How much of the show do you have left? 
Uh, I gotta finish the last the la- the current season that is out. Uh, gotta finish that. I don't know how many episodes there are. What do you think? Like seven. You probably have seven episodes. Yeah, I'm gonna say eight episodes came out. They're about an hour apiece. They're Amazon Prime. Eight yeah. episodes are out. Yeah, and you have pro- seven left. Yeah, I've only so watched- you watched one episode. Yeah. Ever of the show? No, 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 no. Of the of the fourth season. Okay, there, you did the watch first, the first three uh, we've seasons. We watched the first three seasons. Okay, I was I was about to flip this table upside <laughs> down. You, if you didn't flip the table too, Ryan, I don't know that we would. I mean, yes, 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 yes. Um, what else are you watching? Um, Grey's Anatomy. And that's a nightmare in that itself. Is, it's we're in season six of like twenty seven. You're oh. never gonna catch up. Yeah. Are they still making new they things? Are. They were going to stop when um, COVID, the COVID year, they were going to stop 2020, but then they went into the season and did it as a COVID year. And then after they did the COVID year season, they're like, hey, we're still popular. We're just going to keep pumping these things out, all the cast that's still on there. So How about we just, we just give up keep on going. that show? No. We're six seasons in. We just had the first main character like. Or you could look at die. it as your twenty-one seasons. To, what what do you say? There's twenty-seven. Seven seasons. Yeah, he's That's, got twenty-one. To go. Twenty-one seasons. No one wants to do that. Seasons. Whatever. All right. Um, Grey's Anatomy. So we've yeah, we got twenty-seven seasons left. Yeah. What else? That's the main show that that is being watched right now. By the way, I don't know what else. I don't know. Earth. <laughs> Everything. I, I kind of really, you know, we, we did go on that binge of like re- trashy reality shows during um, COVID quarantine. Not trashy, but continue. <laughs> Ryan, moderator, trashy reality shows. Trash. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Not trash. I kind of, because I want to finish things, I kind of want to go back and watch what seasons have come out of those shows since then, but it's not a strong desire. The Circle is the one that I would support. If you got back, that's the one it. that I'm the least like. How? Love is Blind is is intriguing. Okay, well, me. season two is amazing. Too hot Absolutely to handle amazing. was also amazing. I, I would be intrigued by that one. Did we watch any others besides those three? I mean, I watch a ton, but we I, just most watched of those, those three. Solo and we, I did finish all the American Crime Stories. If we're going there, right. because I finished uh, Impeachment, right? Finished uh, OJ Simpson, the trial of OJ Simpson. I think the, we're down to the. I think you're just a lost cause. Yeah, probably. Thanks. Thanks for the therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. what, what does the therapist say? Like, uh, we a great, great therapy session. <laughs> You're just a lost, a lost cause. cause there, bud. Did it work? <laughs> you claim me a lost cause? I don't think it worked. The worst psychologist I've ever been to. You have the Mandalorian Boba Fett Kenobi. Yeah. That you still, can I just, let me just throw out like listen you know to this would you like me to go uh, would you like me to throw some blame on you listen to this second? listen All to right. this mandalorian uh-huh. boba fett yeah. kenobi yeah. eternals yeah. hawkeye the uh-huh. spider-man yeah. movie moon yeah. knight doctor strange yeah. seven episodes left of the marvelous miss Maisel. Yeah. 21 seasons left of Grey's anatomy seems like it that's a lot yeah i mean yeah. I'm rooting for you to be successful. I have. I did finish at one point. I finished Breaking Bad. I watched all of that. Okay. And like this guy right here, he's great at finishing shows. I, well, I mean, comparatively speaking, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like I binge anything, but, uh, but he also only tackles one show at a time. Yeah. Like he only, he picks one. As show you should. That's the therapy you should be giving him. Yeah. To you should just say I'm a lost one cause. One thing at a time. Focus your energy on trying to get through one thing. I've never watched more than two shows at the same time, and I would 
purposefully like alternate nights to make sure I was still flowing through both. And if I'm if if you mm-hmm. want me to go deeper, I that was the goal here was when Grey's Anatomy because me and me and Grace decided we wanted to watch a show together and we we but why Grey's Anatomy she picked she she we both put them into a random result generator I put a put a one in and she put one in and it spit out Grey's Anatomy and I'm like that's another thing for therapy you live your life through a random result generator makes decisions makes decisions okay you know I'm not a very decisive person. Actually, that's person, true. So Maybe it's that like, does it help. Helps make Are we okay with that then, Ryan? Knowing his personality? Yeah. Yeah. I so. would never do a random result generator for that. But <laughs> I mean. what did you offer up? Uh, House of Cards. Okay. Spacey. So you and you, a House of Cards versus Grey's Anatomy and yeah. Grey's Anatomy one. Um, yeah. Continue your thought. I cut you off. But that was the original theme, or the original plan was to... That to watch was one at a one show. At a, one show, and that is Grey's Anatomy. But then other shows have come along. Watched all Community. I did finish all Community. While also watching Grey's Anatomy? That was before Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Right before Grey's Anatomy. Because that's that was our show before Grey's Anatomy. We watched all Community and then went to Grey's Anatomy. And it's Anatomy. also a, you know, a sitcom. <laughs> it's 21 yeah. minutes. It's a little bit easier to it tackle is. those. But it's like seven seasons yeah. still. Yeah. Tom, what do you say? Have we lost him? Uh, lost me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you finish shows when you start them, Tom? Nah, uh, some. It, it depends if it's one. If it's, I, I have. Been, there's been some that I've been wa- binged watched and and make sure I get to the end. Uh, now there's some that I started like halfway through, try to go back and start at the beginning, and I usually don't make it all the way to where I started. Right. If that makes sense, but uh. Most of the ones that I jump into, I try to finish them. I, we, unfortunately, I end up like binge, staying up like stupid hours and binge watching. At least you got the show done. Yeah. Well, you see, that's two two things. Is I'm not a big binger. I don't want to sit down and watch everything right then when it comes out because that's like you. That's that's all of a sudden it's over. Get you know, it you over watch with it twelve. Brooks. You watch it twelve hours in a row and then boom, it's over. What what else do you doing? Uh, you could say that you finished the show. Yeah, but like it's over. Like you wait all month. Mu- like like. We are caught up you are on in the um, minority. What's the what's the what's the show? Uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. We are caught up on Stranger Things right now. Right. They are coming out with a new season either later this month or early in. And so he ev- wants to watch Stranger Things. Add that to the list. Every episode is going to be over an hour long. Yeah, but like it is going to be crazy. But we, you know, everybody has waited years for this next it's gonna season. Make my binging very it, difficult for that show, but I'll get it done. It is. <laughs> Everyone's been waiting for it for years to come out for this season to come out. Why would you want it to be over in 12 hours and just boom like that? It's done. Now you got to wait, you know, X amount of years for the final season. Yeah, no, I don't binge either. Same thing. It's just Just, like it gets it over too quick. Like, I mean, you can watch in chunks and certainly if you've got other things going on, other things to watch, you can. But it's just like I, I agree there. It's just. Why would you cram till 4 a.m. like it's a test and, you know, other people can laugh or whatever, but it's just like, you know, why would – exactly, why would you do something that quickly and just, get quote, get it out of the way or something like that, so. Well, see, my, my thing is like when I'm binging, you know, it's usually one of those that you get to an episode – 
and it leaves you in a cliffhanger. And Why like, would you want to sleep? It's like, well, man, it's like, no, nah, I, I can't it's go to like, sleep I now. I gotta go. I want to know what happens. Yeah, I can't go to sleep now. I need to see what happened in this. And then that one leaves in a cliffhanger. I'm like, holy crap, I can't go to sleep now. I have to see what's going to happen. Well, someone needs to show some restraint. Eventually. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, Maybe I don't have a, a attention okay. span. You know what? And I'm going to do this. You know, we'll find the proper time. All right. In the future. Okay. To let you two turn it back around on me. Would you like to know something? I'll have some therapy time. Would you like to know something? Yes. My loving fiance has dinner plans tonight. Uh-huh. So the Eternals is going to be checked off that list. Okay. All there right. There you go. Very good. Very so. good. So that'll be one thing off the list. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because let me tell you, let's just give people a teaser. My television consumption, oh. I mean, documentary worthy. Yeah. Like they should it's, make a documentary about this. Yeah, it, I wouldn't. I thought you were going to say documentary watching. Like that's not what I would say. <laughs> oh, let's go ahead and take a break. We're out of time here in the hour. Wacky Wednesday, straight ahead. It's going to be a blast. You're listening to Sports Call Tiger ninety five point nine. Two hours of the books, and we're rolling. Two hours of Sports Call are finished. Don't touch that radio dial. We've got one more hour to go. Whether you're leaving work, cruising around town, or listening on demand, we've still got some fun left for you. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. Third and final hour of Sports Call getting started right now on Tiger 95.9 FM and on the Tiger Communications app. J.J. Jackson inside the studio with Tom Peavy, Ryan LaVoy, and Brooks Childress will be here in just a second as we're about set to get started here with Wacky Wednesday. Before we do any of that here on this fine Wednesday, we want to let you know how awesome of a show it's been. Let's give you the Daily Show recap. We've already finished the first two hours of Sports Call today. (sighs) Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? It's now time for the Daily Show recap. Um... Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? All right, a daily show recap here on this Wednesday. And, uh, Tom, what all have we been able to do on today's show? Uh, well, you we had a therapy session we just did. a little while ago. Uh, not sure how much therapy that was going to be. Right. But, um, Who knows what we accomplished? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, huh. had, a, had a few good callers there in the uh, in the first hour. Yep. Um, well, we've talked a little bit about the Braves. Right. Uh, reviewed talk, our monthly predictions. That's right. We reviewed the monthly predictions and how well I did. <laughs> Pat myself on the you back. You did a great job at April, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, half of them. I would have liked to have been better. Right. But, uh, I mean, we talked a little it's bit. It's been a good show. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about everything. No kidding. A little bit, little bit of NBA playoffs. No kidding. Um, a little bit of Braves who had a big win today to uh, uh, come away with a, a series uh evening i guess uh with the new york mets who are in first place in that division right now so uh yeah yeah pretty good stuff we like it all right uh we're gonna get set for wacky wednesday right now there are some supplies 
that are a part of this project here today. Oh, Ryan Lavoy, if you will, please walk out in the hallway and take those supplies from Brooks, and then I would like for Brooks to enter. The, Do you want me to hide them from Tom? Yes, I mean just under clo- no circumstances. I will close my eyes. I want you to stay. I want you to stay in the hallway. I want you to stay in the hallway for a moment. And Brooks, I would like for you to set up Wacky Wednesday, and then Ryan Lavoy will come in with the supplies. I have my eyes closed, so I don't know what's going on. All right. So, a couple weeks ago, okay. was Easter. A few weeks ago was Easter. You, he can have his eyes open. For yeah, this. you can have your oh, eyes okay. open. There's oh, okay. no. I've I've got nothing except okay. a Sprite can, and that has nothing to do with it. A couple weeks ago was Easter. What right. is what is associated with Easter? Uh, eggs. The Easter bunny. Candy. Candy, yeah. What is one of the famous candies that is uh, associated with Easter? You Jell- jelly beans. That's correct. Yeah. So I was uh, perusing some of the store shelves shortly after, and the discount jelly bean section caught my eye. Oh, okay. And I found some, some fun jelly beans. I bought about $10 worth of jelly beans on sale, I'm not going to lie. Um, some of them are at my apartment now. Some of them have been consumed. But there's been some fun ones that I found. Are we doing a bean boozled? N- kind of, but you know what you're getting, you're going to eat. Okay. Because I found one, there are two bags that I found. There's Funfetti. Okay. We're gonna, and then the other one is Late Night Taco Truck Jelly oh, Beans. Yeah. <laughs> have you had any of these before? No. So there, there are such flavors as margarita. I, I like the Jelly Belly margarita jelly bean. There's churro. Okay. Then you have others like guacamole. Uh, see, I don't like guacamole. I said I was going to participate, but I'm nervous already. Salsa. I like salsa. And beef taco. <laughs> All right. All right. So Ryan Lavoy now enters the studio with supplies. and Here are the supplies. Ryan's already done this exercise, correct? Yeah. Yes, Ryan did try them the other day. I brought them it's in. It's fascinating the, stuff. The um, behind this, I brought them in for people to try because I tried them when my brother was in town a few weeks ago. We both tried them. Salsa is not that bad to me, and I brought them in for people to try. And I started to have Ryan try them, and I said, "Did anyone else?" And then JJ said, "Stop, let's do this for Wacky Wednesday." And so I let Ryan keep going, but then everybody else had to wait. This is a good idea, Tom. This is a good Wacky Wednesday idea. Do you see what he meant by appetizer a little bit earlier? Uh, uh, yeah, I do see appetizer, yeah. To I catch you it. up to speed, as we all do love about Mr. Tom Peavy, it is a steak and taters day for him. Yeah. Steak and taters. <laughs> Might be steak and taters for me, too. Yeah. Right. What a great day. Do they have those flavors in jelly bean? <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, do what do we do? Get, do we want to get started? Yeah. All right, so I will just, we're going to start with the Funfetti one. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you... Here's a Funfetti. Don't eat it yet. Oh. Funfetti. It's just called Funfetti? It's just called Funfetti. All right. And so uh, since since we don't have video here, so yeah. for anybody out there, so it's kind of a white jelly bean. I'll eat with, one too, even though I know what they taste like. It's a white jelly bean with some different little colored flakes on it. Yeah. Like it, sprinkles. It does sprinkles. look like sprinkles. It. it does look like sprinkles. Yeah, it, it it's like it's like you're eating a cupcake. That's what the the package yeah. is a light blue package with a cupcake on the front. All right, all right, all right. So. Let's try this. First thing that I noticed, it tastes just, like a cupcake. It's it's a little bit thicker than a normal jelly bean, though. Yeah, that does taste like a cupcake. It ta- it definitely tastes like a cupcake. I'm, it's damn good because <laughs> it's got that it's got that like kind of vanilla cake 
mixing yeah. type of thing. And it's not something you'd ever expect to have. You better not drink too much of that Gatorade. You're going to have some later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you need some, you'll need some for a palate cleanser. And so it's not something naturally that you'd probably put in a jelly bean, I would yeah, say. Yeah. But um, Well, really none of these are. Well, yeah. But this I enjoy, this good. This one's good. good. Funfetti. That's a good one. I like one. that one. What right. do you think, JJ? Was that good? I, yeah. I just, you know, you yes, like it was good. It was good. <laughs> but when I'm sitting here... Should I chew loudly into the microphone? Yes. My mom just texted me that uh, I like sprinkles, which is really good. Uh-huh. My, she's also going to be able to back this up. Uh, is anybody surprised by that, JJ? <laughs> <laughs> you like sprinkles. If there was anybody in here that was a sprinkles guy, you would be. A, your nickname I'm, needs to be sprinkles. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with sprinkles. Uh, what I was going to say though is I'm not great at describing uh-huh. what I'm eating. I'm, I'm terrible at it. <laughs> Tom's losing well. a lot. Um, I didn't know the fun Fetty one was one. That's so fun now. now. Yeah. <laughs> but just wait, guys, Tom. My my food consumption uh-huh. is often up for critique. Yeah, that's correct. Or just that I don't I don't have opinions on you it. You don't have enough opinions. Yeah, you. And, and look, part of it, it's like it's it's really cool as a friend to just be like, oh, I trust you. Just well, we can go wherever. But it, it's not. It is out of the heart that you have. You want other people to get what they want, but also it's like. There's really not a whole big difference in this place, this place, this place. It's just food to eat. It's something you have to do. I need to eat. It's more like a chore to eat sometimes. No kidding. All right, that was fun, Fetty. I like sprinkles. That tasted that tasted good. So it was like a vanilla cupcake. All right, now we're moving on. That was the only one in the fun Fetty one. So I don't know if uh, probably couldn't eat a lot of those. Yeah, I don't. They're they're very yeah Yeah, very sweet. sweet. All right, so we'll move on to the late night taco truck jelly beans, and we're going to start everyone off easy. Okay, and start everyone off on a jelly bean that most most generic jelly beans have this in their pack, margarita. Yeah. So here is. Reach your hand out, JJ. I said Jelly Belly. Jelly Belly does a margarita uh, jelly bean that's really good. So these are these are margarita jelly beans. Uh, and and just as a description, very light colored jelly bean. Yep. There's no sprinkles, JJ. <laughs> very light green. Green. Just yep. a, what did I green. say? Yeah. And this is called the the Mar- dirty taco truck, Mar- the late night taco. Oh. Truck. <laughs> dirty taco truck. <laughs> no, that one's next week. <laughs> this is called right. the margarita. This uh-huh. is the margarita from the late night tro- taco truck mix. We're all smacking into the microphone. It tastes like it tastes like margarita mix. It's got a little margarita in there. I feel but, it. Um, I feel it. You know, I'm not drunk off of it. Don't worry. <laughs> I hope you don't uh, feel it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the Jelly Belly margarita is tastes a lot more margarita. This is mm-hmm. pretty bland. Well, maybe this margarita is a little watered down. It, it's uh, a pretty watered down margarita. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Um, does it taste as much like a margarita as Funfetti tastes like cake? No. No. But uh, it's taste-wise, I still like the taste of it, though. Yeah. I think it tastes still pretty solid. Uh, probably Funfetti 1, Margarita 2, though. Okay. I'm saying, I yeah, it, for as much flavor and as much as that Funfetti tasted like a cupcake, that that missed the mark on there. But I'm also spoiled because I really like, again, the Jelly Belly Margarita Jelly Bean. That one, that one is a punch in the face of margarita flavor. Yes. That that one right there, not so much. You get a little subtle. It's a little yeah. subtle, but it's nothing. You, you, not I would say over. subtle. I don't. Yeah. Can I talk them about getting punched in the face in one of the? You yeah. when we get to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was margarita. So next, 
we're going to churro. Churro is the next jelly bean. Great live radio. All right. <laughs> so, oh, oh Tom. Tom. Here's, here's another we one. We got another I got, one. I got five, second, sure? five second rule. I've right. got another one. I'm good. I've five second rule. We have extras. All Respect right. the hell out of that guy. All right. So churro. You ever had a churro, JJ? I think so. Yeah. So, Just, those so are the, like the like uh, like breadsticks, but they're not a breadstick, and they have like the. Uh, it's like the fried. It's a fried stick with cinnamon. With, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Is so it this, sugar? Cinnamon yeah. sugar. Yeah. So okay. this, so and the, for anybody out there that's listening, it's a uh, kind of a root beer color. Yeah. It's like a brown, light brown kind of root beer with some white flakes in it. Yep. So. But not what, not sprinkles. Not sprinkles. Here Jake. we go. This one I thought when I first had it, I thought could have a little bit more churro flavor to it. I didn't notice as much churro right there. I really did. Would you like another one to try? Yeah, that one. I'll do one more. Give you the big old boy. And that one is probably the least strong flavor of any of the ones that I remember having. Um, it's it tastes like it, but you know it's it's not bad. It just kind of is what it is. It's just a little more bland. Like, I'm not like. going to offend anybody by saying this. Uh-huh. But that is, I hope not, at least. Mm-hmm. That is so insignificant. The, the the flavor? Yeah, I mean, I'm like, what did I just eat? Right. You know? These get progressively um, ramped up, though. Yeah, so just, just wait. Don't worry. If you feel a little disappointed after three, like, oh, I don't know if um, they did a good job with these, but... That, yeah, the, the churro one, I think that that is the least potent flavor of all the ones tom i want to hear from you um i mean you, you can taste the sugar aspect of yeah. it but i mean not a lot of cinnamon in there no no i didn't get any cinnamon at all it's just sugar uh yeah maybe uh, that's pretty much it. I, it it tastes like um this comes from the wild taco truck it's <laughs> the late night taco the late truck. night i'm <laughs> just gonna keep progressively more and more <laughs> random <laughs> why, why churro at a taco truck? I mean, do those a, things go a, hand in it's hand? It's a Hispanic dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, okay. 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 Other okay. countries can have desserts, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Not, not not a bad jelly bean, but not one that I would yeah, Actually, put as a yeah. favorite. Okay. Actually, yeah. Yeah, and now that I'm thinking about it, it I would see that. Okay. What right. do we have here? This, it's a horchata. Looks like a, it's white. a little white guy. It is horchata. Tom, keep dropping. I, I mean, them. I'm telling you, man. Orchata. So orchata. I was gonna say, what in the heck is orchata? It is. It is a plant-based beverage that is can be made out of uh, tiger nuts, sweetened tiger nuts, melon, sesame seeds, or white rice, <laughs> and you can add cinnamon to it. It has tiger's nuts in it. <laughs> <laughs> white rice. It, yeah, it can be made out of white rice, tiger nuts, uh, melon, different different types of plant-based. It's called orchata. Orchata. Yep. A drink. In, okay. Made in Spain a lot of times. It tastes like a candle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. you know when you taste something and you smell it? Like, you can, like... That's kind of weird. That's a good way of describing that. That's kind of weird. How did I describe it? I liked it. Now I can only taste candle. <laughs> <laughs> it, it tastes like a candle it smells. Really like, it really does. It... Well, I can't think of how I described it a couple weeks you ago. Said, I think you said it was more churro than the churro. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh-huh. We're, I mean, I am smelling that. 
as I'm, but I mean, yeah. I don't have anything else left. Yeah, I, I think uh, we think got an orchata for our sales manager here. Yeah, we sure do. I'm trying to think of what candle that smells like that I'm tasting, though. Like vanilla? It's like a vanilla, uh, but it's uh, like a vanilla cream, vanilla. Like a French vanilla? Fr- not French vanilla, but it's it's a vanilla. That's weird. That, like a vanilla cinnamon, maybe. Cinnamony. Yeah. For me. I can kind of feel that. I can, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just get like this, like candle, like a, the scent of a candle uh-huh. of some sort. Yeah. My body did it. feel weird eating that one. See, but definitely a stronger flavor, right? Like the, yeah, the last no couple were no a kidding. little bit just dumbed down a no little kidding. bit. But <laughs> you don't. Is it about to pick up? It's about to pick up. Oh yes. boy, don't you worry. <laughs> oh boy, what's I next? Late just for this, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this is guacamole. This is guacamole. Oh, here we yeah, go. That's right, Tom. Everybody's got to eat it. I go don't ahead. really like guacamole either, but everybody's got to oh, eat it. Oh man, I can't stand guacamole. This is yeah. Well. I don't know how much this is going to help you, Mr. Mr. Jackson. Here's your guacamole, your guac, guac appetizer. Yeah, you don't find me paying extra for guac, I'll tell you that. So guacamole. we got what My we got, mother Tom, we says, got. I think horchata tastes like you're drinking your cereal milk. Ooh. And that's pretty fair. Like, uh, okay. That's pretty fair. Like, uh, that is like Cinnamon Toast Crunch milk. Yes. Uh-huh. It's like, yes. Yeah. Nailed it. Mom's the best. So Yes, Mom. We Very got, much so. What we got, Tom? We got this is light green, like a lime green almost with some greener Ooh. specs. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. going to look the color of yep. uh, guacamole. I'm so nervous. I, this, I really, you this, don't like guacamole? No. I, I like guacamole. I can stand guacamole. <laughs> okay, this is going to be great. Go, right, Tom. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, man. There it is. Oh. Yeah, not a fan. Mm, it just hits you. You go start going, and then it hits you. Wow. I think it tastes like grass. Yeah, <laughs> it does yeah. taste like grass. I, yeah. yeah, I could actually see. Yeah, it does kind of taste like grass. Got to get less miles on the phone for that one. But uh, makes you glad you're not a cow. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Like, I don't really like guacamole avocados, but. Like, I could eat more of those. It's not going to be my top of the letter. You know, it's not going to be something I want to go out and seek. But, like, if you gave me a handful of them, like, I would eat them. The weirdest thing about them is that you start to eat the jelly bean, and you expect it's going to be something sweet, and you kind of get a little bit of sugar in it to Mm -hmm. start with, and then that that plant hits you at the very end. That that one had, like like, a sour, spoiled... Like a <laughs> spoiled sour taste. Don't yeah, that is awful. I told I told you earlier That's when you were swigging the Gatorade, save something. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like. I guess I guess the sour is supposed to be like lime or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. a little lime juice in there. Well, because when I when I first bit Ugh. into it, it didn't turn out this way. But when I first bit into it, I was like, I'm I'm about to eat a green skittle, aren't I? And then it just it turned into something completely different. Right. But like the the initial bite before it kicks in, it's like this could go down the skittle road. I'm still in a gr- with Wendy. I, I'm I'm on the grass taste. I really am with that one. My it's fascinating that we got to that point. But <laughs> wow, I would I was gonna go with here. Here's what I thought. I like a tomato juice energy, like a health shot is what I got. Oh. It's like a tomato juice vegetable shot. Is it wheat germ shot? Maybe. Maybe wheat. I haven't. I haven't had any like you wheat. Can't German. Can. All, all I know is that didn't taste good. <laughs> all right, <laughs> no guacamole. For all right, Tom. we got it from Dot. What? What we got next? You've got 
One of, this one was one that I didn't think was bad. This is salsa. I, was say, Tom, I keep salsa. thinking we're towards the end and more keep coming uh, uh, out. There's a couple more still, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, <laughs> is this more, this is an orange this is so, jelly bean, More Tom. reddish. Red, uh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a... Reddish. I mean, I would say orange. orange it's got red. some orange red and red in it. Oh, yeah, orange yeah. red with some dark red specks is the visual of it. Okay. And this is now, salsa? This is salsa. You wanted something that's going to punch you? This one's going to punch you a little bit. Okay. Well, I like salsa, so... As long as it doesn't have guacamole. Oh, wow. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I mean, like initial bite, that's straight salsa. Yes. Oh, very, wow. Very tomatoey. Yeah. And peppery. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Tomato. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of that yeah. one. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan I, of it because it's not supposed to be. And most of the time I like salsa and really spicy salsa too. Not but in that something combination. About that, yeah. No. Not in that the, rendition. The, um,. Does not pass my review. No, <laughs> it's one. So initial <laughs> strong, like that. Like that initial hit is definitely salsa, but it's like the longer you chew it, the more it just kind of turns into like tomato juice. Almost like soup. Yeah, like tomato soup. Or like a like yeah. a Bloody Mary mix. Yeah. Yes. So you said you like this one, bro? I, I thought it was not as bad as I as I thought it was. Not as be. bad. Okay, yeah. that's a different context. Like I could sit there. I could eat a few of those. Like I said, it, when you first bite it, you get the tomato, but you also get the pepper and kind of the onion, like, what you would do with the salsa. But then as the more it kind of goes and you chew it, it just turns into more of like tomato juice or tomato soup. It's And the goal of making this, yeah, not wild, dirty taco truck, but <laughs> late night taco truck <laughs> jelly beans. Yeah. Yeah. The goal of this yeah. is they want people to just grab a handful of these. And go at it at once. I don't know if that's the goal. Oh, you know no, what I'm saying? I, but like when you consume jelly beans, most people are going to toss a couple. I think in your you'd want to hand once. a stranger a handful and yeah. see what happens. <laughs> that's what I said. Is I should I should get a a a, um, a candy dish on my desk and just put all these in there and see what happens with but some people. I, but am I wrong though? Like when you see jelly beans, are you what? really Normal going jelly one beans. at a time? Because they're all different flavors. Yeah, I don't I don't mix them up. Yeah. Maybe the fun yeah, fatty yeah, ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying go if, if it's jelly beans. All right, maybe I'm, one I'm just weird. Maybe I'm weird. Uh, you know, weird. I mean, right, yeah. <laughs> there's no maybe about. Okay, <laughs> maybe they're not M and M's. They do taste different despite yeah. the different <laughs> colors. Yeah. Right. Now, now, now in the Jelly Belly world, though, there's some that you're supposed to eat together that make a combination, a combination right. flavor. Yeah. Okay. Like if you steak eat a, and taters. like steak. <laughs> I don't think they have that combo. But <laughs> if you take a green apple and eat it with a cinnamon, it tastes like apple pie. And that's a company that's doing this. Yeah, Jelly Belly. We might have to do a review of them. Have on you the show. never had Jelly Belly jelly beans? <laughs> yeah. No. Where in the world yes. have you? I need to butter popcorn. I want to try that. Tastes just like my, I, at the at the oh. end, I might do that. If I'll have you hand me one of each and just oh no, go all at right. it all in one. Oh, we we oh. might oh, experience. Oh, oh, oh. We this, we might have a plan for next Wednesday because uh, yeah they they've got some other stuff with uh <laughs> Jelly Belly. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh -oh. What's next? Special guest right. is showing up here. So the last one is the last one. You got T. Reed <laughs> in the studio, my dog. What it do, baby? What it do, man? All right. The, what do we have here, bro? The last one is beef taco. <laughs> All right. A beef taco jelly bean. Do it for the kids. They said, Trevon, you sure you don't want one? Uh -uh. Are you sure? <laughs> beef taco yeah, jelly bean. These are kind of wild, bro. Are you sure? I'm sure. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm All ready right. for this. Beef taco. What? All right, Tom. Talk. Talk. Yeah. Um, talk us through it. 
Yeah, I it yeah. It tastes like a taco. It does have a. Taco it's unbelievable. It, it, it's messing it, with my brain. Yeah. It. <laughs> it tastes like a taco. It really well, the does. Thing, the thing I'm not saying like, you have to like or dislike <laughs> it, but it it does achieve its goal. It so, so the the thing is like um. It tastes like a. It's not. It tastes like something else. It not. It's another Mexican food. Like a. Oh no! It tastes like an enchilada. It tastes just like an enchilada. Um. Yeah, I mean that's the best way. Okay, I I don't eat enchiladas very often. That tastes exactly. Excuse me. That tastes exactly like an enchilada. Uh, Not so much a taco. The first. The first thing that I got from that was that corn tortilla type flavor. So, like, if you ate a taco, but you ate it ass backwards, if you, if you <laughs> ate the bottom of it first instead of, uh, like, eating a normal taco, so you just you just taste tortilla, but then you start getting the other stuff with it. But it tastes like an enchilada. I mean, that's... Okay. Yeah. Not it's bad. interesting, though. Not, I, not bad. I it still blows my mind you get a jelly bean, something so small that tastes <laughs> like something that's such a strong oh, yeah. flavor, though. Give me more of your thoughts. They've got us. some mad scientists On, on the beef taco. I mean, it, it tastes like a taco. That was, honestly, it was, when I first had it, was the least, like, I was more expecting a little bit more out of it. Uh-huh. Oh, But okay. I, I did think it tasted like a taco. Like, I definitely, you get the corn, like, the corn tortilla first, and then you kind of get the beef. The, the more you had it, the more you felt, <laughs> the ta- or you tasted the taco? You yeah. Think? Yeah, the more you get into it, the more you, you taste the taco. Because I did not taste much of a taco there at all. What did really? You taste? I just didn't taste much. Wow. I don't know. See, Let me okay, but more. maybe give him the. Give I, him the I, I, I took a bite in. Give him. You want another one? Here. This is a taco. One. Yeah. Okay. Let me try. Take two. You gotta really chew it. You can't just yeah, one just chew and swallow. You gotta. See, maybe this is why he doesn't have food opinions. Yeah. The taste buds just don't pop. <laughs> I try to give you one with a little more. That, uh, I'm feeling more of the taco. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And it's it, not overly strong. Okay. For me, some of them, but some of them do have a little bit more. Like you can tell, some of them have a little bit more seasoning. Sure. I guess with sure. Them. I'm just. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. You're not uh, <laughs> collectively. Well, are you, well, are you going to be a fan of going all at once? I mean, like I, absolutely. Okay. For content, was that purposes. six different? That six is, different yeah. ones. You've got margarita, horchata, churro, salsa. Guacamole and beef taco all at once. Not gonna give him the sweet, uh, sweetness of the <laughs> no, funfetti because that My, one wasn't uh, with the same pack. Did so you give I'm, Wendy a funfetti? Oh, Wendy, did you want a funfetti? Yes, <laughs> it's a beef taco. I the funfetti. My mother's commentary listening to this is the best, and she's saying no, sweetie, it Here's is not a, a taco. It's a taco flavored jelly bean. And <laughs> true, true. So uh, you're talking about how you get the flavors of this in there. Um, I, some of these, which we may have to do a Wacky Wednesday bean boozled with JJ. <laughs> those are they, I don't know those I are scary though. Well, they they have they have flavors like rotten egg. Oh no, those, those make me those can make you sick. I feel like. But, well, they also have one that's called barf. <laughs> oh, they have one. That, I ain't gonna. They have one that is <laughs> booger flavored. <laughs> They have one that's a uh, canned dog food. Oh man! Spoil- oh, I, look! I just remembered. I'm not available on Wednesdays for the next six weeks. <laughs> spoiled milk, spoiled milk, uh, dirty dishwater, skunk spray, and stinky socks. I'll do it. And the thing is, they look. The thing is, they look just like the normal counterpart. So when you get it, you don't know if you're getting true. 
you don't know if you're getting. So it. we can't set like someone a, up for it's that. Like right. You don't. You, exactly. That's How why do it's you do be, that then? That, well, that, it's called it's being like, boozled. This is either gonna be a peach, a or booger, barf. or peach. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're either gonna be eating a juicy pear or a booger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll yeah. be, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, Would late, you participate, yeah. Tom? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. At least yeah. two of us are participating. I don't know if I do. Sitting there looking at you know eating a jelly. Either you're going to get chocolate pudding or canned dog food. <laughs> <laughs> and and from what? all and from all the challenges I've seen of this, they, it must taste just like it. Because I mean, these people are like, oh my gosh, like spitting them out, and they like it tastes just like. Who do you think the taste testers were for this, and how miserable they um, must be? Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah that's the one. This? That's the one. What? But with the bean boozled thing. What's that? What is the fun if both of you get like chocolate pudding and neither of you get like? Then you just food? take a deep breath and you're like, "Thank Whew, goodness we I survived." Right. Yeah. But see, I want to make them all happy. Yeah, the, I want to make yeah. someone at least have the have the bad one. Yeah. I mean, what taste would be one of your senses, right? Yeah, okay, that's we're correct. we're at a yeah an elementary school level of this. All right. How do we break that down? Like, how can we say this tastes like? canned dog food for example you taste canned dog food but if you've never <laughs> tasted <laughs> canned well, no, dog that, food no, that's the thing you know I mean, what i'm saying if you've never tasted canned dog food how can people have this reaction take like no, the, I mean, and they do yeah. and they're like hey this tastes like a booger you smell it and if you weren't a part of the booger club how do you know <laughs> that it tastes like a booger <laughs> come on sprinkles you know you're in the booger club <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying sprinkles <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hold on. That's at some a, I mean, point I understand life, what you're saying. At some point in your life, two thirds of those things you've either smelled or you've a- unfortunately and so then, and then, not even. And yeah. then it would be I, okay. So then it would be your senses working together, yeah. and that's yeah, that's because how, the smell and the taste yeah. work together. Yeah. I guess yeah. Okay. I mean, everyone's smelled a rotten egg before. Yeah, everyone's, you gotta consider right. that. Every, everyone's done that. Everyone's gotten a... And spoiled milk, you know, that's not fun. Everyone, I love milk. Right. If it's spoiled, I don't love you don't, it. Right. Everyone's gotten a whiff of Fido's food when you're feeding them. Uh-huh. Right. So, so sometimes, yeah. though... There, there's also one called baby wipes. And you know what baby wipes Ooh. smell like, kind of the alcohol... Right. So that one's well, it, it, like yeah, but is it baby? Is it just a normal baby wipe, or, or is, is it, it a baby doo doo baby? Is wipe? It, oh, yeah, is it a baby after it. it has been wiped? Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> Questions have to be answered. It's a clean baby wipe. Is this next Wednesday? Oh, we can do it next. Wednesday. I won't be here next Wednesday. Yeah. Actually, yeah. SEC be. tournament. I won't Two be here. Uh, okay. Two Wednesdays we'll from now. We'll wait. Well, we need to do that, and I have also wanted to do a hot sauce challenge in here. I can't. Okay. Do that. But not we for, do we do have air. to call the paramedics from <laughs> because he sat he sat there in college with spicy Doritos yeah. and would, and here. loved them but he would go like, oh, they're so hot man takes another bite yeah. they tasted so good. so he's if he's struggling with so like hot. spicy Doritos I'm not talking like even the spiciest Doritos just just the first rendition of spicy Doritos then we're in trouble if you can't give him tabasco and stuff like it just you just <laughs> tabasco <can't> <laughs> it's like it's a week that sounds like the weakest hot sauce ever uh, i'm, uh, I'm t- no i'm telling you that that's any hot it, sauce Tom. any hot sauce well but we, I'll do we, it. we may we may just see because we may again that's if why we, we get, that's we why we establishment if they want to sponsor me to do a wing challenge 
Like that'd be great for everybody here I'll in the company. I will do it. I I'll will do it. You, you, still t- you still talk about watching me eat those wings at uh I mean it was an Olympic sport to watch you do that. <laughs> yeah. And those were hot. Those were very hot. At a Wild Wing Cafe? At what yeah, Wild Wing Cafe. Because I got the I forget what le- it was like their second hottest wing that they had. Yeah, it was uh wasn't it China Syndrome that you yeah, got? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's up there. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I, I like I my legs. I like I had I had like restless leg syndrome <laughs> leg going I, on. Like I couldn't control my leg from yeah. vibrating. That's how hot those wings I were. Do it. I, I want to do that. I'm back in okay. I, because I I did the I did the Wild Wing Cafe challenge in high school for a punishment. You know, you're just a silly high schooler, and I cried, and the milk wasn't great. <laughs> um, because I mean I love the milk, but it's like bad. when you're relying on the milk, well, you're in trouble already. But I want to feel that pain again. I'm a psycho. Let's just do it. Well, well, what, when when I when I set this up and whenever we do it, you know I'll get the hot sauces, but I'll, I'll give I'll give people enough. Uh, got a video uh, enough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, got a video. But I'll, have, I'll give enough uh, notice that uh, you'll have the milk available. I'm ready for my Fresh full presentation milk, yeah. to wrap yeah. this up, and then All we've right. got a caller on the line. All right, so uh, margarita, churro, horchata, beef taco, salsa, and guacamole. Oh, going so, going the whole batch. See, going, would you, I'm not done. Would oh, you consider oh, this brave? Because he said, "Oh, everyone just goes around and picks them all up and eats them all at once." I mean, so pe- gonna... I, I think that's the normal thing to do. But I'm learning today. I'm weird, and yeah. that most people go one at a time with yeah. jelly beans. So sorry. So this is your. He's ingested them. What did Yep. <laughs> this, was, this was immediately regrets this decision. Oh, <laughs> Folks, he's, he's going to need He is up out of the chair. up out of the chair. This is, this is, this is a bad decision right off the bat. Which one's getting you the most? Oh, no. <laughs> I, the one thing I will say is nobody smell his breath at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go kissing anybody now. Which one got you the most? I like, can't tell you. I mean, it. it I, I, I smell things right now. No. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know what's happening. Singed. Oh, wow. That is... Uh, that's gross. That is just... <laughs> don't do that. Just ate a whole All taco right, kids. Truck. Today we learned don't put every flavor in your I just, mouth at I feel one like time. If you go to, I feel like if you go to the taco truck, though, and I say, hey, give me everything all at once, it'd be a little bit more enjoyable. Than those jelly beans. No, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't yeah. think so. It's a lot of. Also, how are you going to get that one bite though? I don't. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. okay. How am I going to get like a taco and a churro and? That is disgusting. I mean that because wh- what was the one that you felt like? Because you did this a week prior right. to us, uh-huh. and there was one that way afterwards. You're like, I still taste that. Probably that taco one if I had to. No, it was before no. that. Maybe it was the salsa one. The I salsa think. one sticks with you for a minute. Because there was one you were looking at me, my eyes just shot up. It was your. It was either it was the, the salsa I think or the guacamole. The, I think it was the salsa. I, yeah, I think it was the salsa. I was pretty shocked That's by that disgusting. one. Because the salsa one, as you said, Tom, just hits you right when you yeah, bite yeah. it. Yeah. The guacamole, it takes a second to kick in, but the salsa, you just bite and it, boom. There's I don't tomato. think it was the guac because I I feared I would really dislike it because I don't really like guac, but I was actually fine with that one. Final few moments of the show today 887-3401 or toll free at one 9 tiger 9 one of our very good friends who's uh, often great for advice and just thoughts and input in this scenario michael from auburn my good pal michael from auburn joining us on the show hey michael 
I, I will just say when it comes to the Bean Boozle Challenge, uh, the canned dog food is by far the worst. Uh, but the great prank that I did is you just open them all up, put them all in a bowl, like on a coffee table, and don't <laughs> say anything. And you'll just have random friends come over and they, oh, you know, you got some jelly beans out. And you don't even offer it to them. You just stick it out and you just watch them take handfuls at a time. And, like, the first couple of things are just like – they're not going to – they're just – something's off, and they go back. It's like they go back for seconds and start – because they just – maybe <laughs> something was off. Like, may, they, they're just questioning their humanity of, like, is it me? Like, is my breath – this like, what's going on? Like, because these are just normal jelly beans. And then, oh. like, I know that I'm going to hit – I'm going to hit Tom up with some nostalgia, but Buffalo Connection. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the place to go back in the day. And they had a hot wings challenge that my brother in the – you know, hey, I, I can I can do anything, and and I'm going to challenge my my brother-in-law. They each got ten wings of the hottest thing that the chef could make, and they were both sick as a dog. They put the they put the wings in like a to go to, to go thing with wax paper. The next morning, they were both like very sick. I opened the refrigerator, and the wings are at the bottom of the refrigerator. They had eaten through oh. the styrofoam and the wax. Oh, paper. no. Oh, no telling, there's no telling what it did to their stomachs, but I, that was the hottest challenge, like, disaster I've ever, ever witnessed. But that was Buffalo Connection. I don't want to sign Those were not that. safe for consumption. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, anytime you see the uh, chef back there making a sauce and he's having to wear gloves and a gas mask, it's <laughs> probably not good for you. But, I mean, back in the day, it was Buffalo Connection or you went to Nippers and you watched people. I mean, if, if you really want the, 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 the best college story I can give you is Auburn played the Citadel uh my senior year it was a non-televised pay-per-view only game we had ronnie and cadillac they ran the triple option we were supposed to go to a party that that night the freshmen were in charge of doing the hunch punch they go out and get gatorade and so we're talking about the game was a 2:30 game we are at the party at 5:45. that's how quick that game was it was two hours and 35 minute game uh, and we get there, and all the freshmen are drinking Hunch Punch that are dehydrated, that is like with Gatorade. And at 5:45, we're taking kids home <laughs> because they're already wasted in the yard. Oh. Like, like it was. Don't 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 make Hunch Punch with Gatorade or Powerade. It's just not not very good. Noted. Uh, bad bad results, but. All but right, that, that, dog food though the worst stories. being boozled. Uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna be prepared for it. Thanks, so Michael. I will leave y'all with just a, a, a question, and it may have to be tabled, but if you were going to do a Mount Rushmore of the greatest coaches, uh, where would Steve Spurrier sit on y'all's? Because in my opinion, he was saving uh, – I think Spurrier gets highly underrated for what he accomplished at, at not only Duke but South Carolina as well um, and what he brought to the table, four straight SEC championships. Um, it's just, I think he's kind of underrated. And then just to piggyback on a comment that was made yesterday about the, the, the draft and how Gus was, someone made a comment that Gus like got so many people to the NFL and that nobody had that, you know, before Gus. And I was like, you forget Tubbs because we were like running back you after Cadillac, Ronnie, Ben Tate, like 
you know, uh, Kenny Irons even made it. Rudy Johnson, you know, was there. So many guys, like, made the league, like, under Tubbs that I, I don't think it's fair to say that that all came to tuition with Gus that couldn't develop a Polaroid. So just my thoughts. All right, Michael, good to hear from you. We appreciate that phone call. 334-887-3401 or toll-free at one 9 The Steve Spurrier question is really interesting. And, again, we had a good conversation about uh, kind of the draft dynamic with Justin Ferguson from the Auburn Observer. You can hear those thoughts on uh, our podcast feed, Sports Call Auburn. And he said that, uh, you know, you might have to table this. We are going to have to table this because we went – a wacky Wednesday hour did not take a single break <laughs> in that hour. And so we've got a lot of fine people and sponsors that need to be heard. So we're going to have to get out of here a little bit early, but uh, just final thoughts on the wacky Wednesday experience here, Tom. I wasn't as bad as I thought they, that guacamole jelly bean was yeah. You want I, another one? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to be, I want to remain hungry while I get my steak taters. So steak and yeah. tater night. We we weren't uh, yeah I don't think the goal was you know to make it all seem very ugh, you know so that yeah I, listen, I if I'm you, just impressed with the things that they can do inside. don't do all in one don't, yeah, I mean don't no, don't do what no. I did at the very end that was uh, not a wise decision by yours truly what was not your a favorite wise I could have told you that uh, my uh, that funfetti was that that's one that I'd go back for more uh, the rest of them. No. If you uh, let's take the funfetti one out of the out of the late night taco truck one. Out of the late night taco yeah. truck. Um, ooh, uh, what was it? Churro, salsa, the beef chur- taco, the horchata. Ooh, the horchata was good. Horchata. Yeah, bad. the horchata was good. The horchata and the churro were both really. good. I just want to know how long I'm going to keep tasting this. You know, <laughs> well, like I, I, indefinitely. I, yeah. I oh man, that's what a day! A, what a day! I'm off the next couple of days heading out to Knoxville, Tennessee for Auburn softball, taking on the Volunteers. The show will continue. These guys are going to do great work uh, with Sports Call. Please call in and be a part of the show over the next few days. And, Tom, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Brooks and Ryan, thank you guys for being here. Absolutely. That is going to do it. Do you want to say thank you for being here? I I wish you well in your endeavors of getting the taco taste out of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, I love you guys. All right, that does it for another edition of Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show for Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress, and Tom PV. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.